Good morning. Okay, who wants to start? Uh, share, since this is HMD, share from roughly what you got. Anything that you got from uh, last sun, uh, Saturday HMD, session two. I think today is session three. Today is session three, right? Okay. Last thing uh, you were talking about, we were created and anointed to flourish like palm tree, right? Yeah. That so, one is the sermon. That's the sermon. That's on Sunday, uh, Sunday one. <laughs> Saturday one. Saturday one is guard your heart. Ah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anything from Saturday one because today is continue from Saturday. last Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, Saturday. Okay. HMD, HMD. Got your heart. The three freedom that we learn. The three freedom about sin freedom, health freedom, and financial freedom. So okay. actually, I kind of think that is uh correlated to the palm tree because uh yeah yeah it's connected yeah uh, yeah. 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 Because uh, I was just talking to Robert a few days ago about the palm tree that we have. You know, to me, it's just timely that just before you preach about palm tree, it's like we transported our palm tree. So how our palm tree came about also, uh, we actually grow it from a seed. And over the 30 uh -huh. over years, this seed grow to a palm tree, right? We contain it in the pot until the pot is broken twice. So then recently we transported it to the land. It kind of uh, helped me, the revelation is that we are like a palm tree. I'm like a palm tree for many years. You know, the way I live my life is like in uh, this pot, you know, cannot grow and the tree is planted. It's just like the tree, <laughs> the palm tree is like what the world is teaching, what the world is feeding. And that's how it grows, cannot grow anymore as in bondage until trying to break free. So when we talk about the freedom of sin and health and, and, and financial, it's like, I imagine I'm the tree, I, I break free, you know, and it's time to flourish, you know, grow fat and big and all the blessing from above. So, so it's like, you know, the one word described is like, hallelujah, you know, finally, the tree is free. And then, you know, every day, every week, right, every Tuesday, me and Robert will go to tra travel one hour on the road to just go to that land to look at the palm tree. Wow. It's just happiness. It's just like when I look at the trees, I look at my life, you know, how for many years, even though uh, I know God, but then... <laughs> It's like in the in the pot. And finally, when we understand about spirit, soul, and body, and the blessing and abundant life that God wants to give us, it to me it's like real freedom. I, I got it at that, you know. Uh yeah. Freedom. Free okay. from freedom. Yeah, <laughs> to have to define uh, freedom. Huh? Otherwise, uh, everyone also say freedom again. Okay? Yeah, so clearer. Okay. Even when you preach or you preach, huh? you yeah. have to be very clear. Yeah. Free from sin is basically free from condemnation and guilt. All, all our life, we've been living in that without realizing the world teaching, feeling 
uh, feeling a lot of guilt, especially from the past and knowing freedom of sin is like Jesus already taken our sin and, uh, you know, through his redemption, we have that salvation. Um, I'm free, you know, so, so that's how I feel that I'm able to move forward, not looking at the path. Yeah. So health freedom is basically uh, that, I mean, the word, uh, believing in the word that we, that there's no disease. We, we're supposed to live a life of wholesome, of healthy, like Christ, and not even thinking. In fact, all my life, I don't think about sickness. Like even sickness, I will be well because I always have my supplement to help me. So, so I never ever, ever think about headache or whatever. Every day, uh, thank God, you know, I don't have to uh, worry if every little uh, pain or sickness that I have, I'll be well. I always focus on wellness. So, so, so I, I feel that in that way, I'm free lah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, just, just before I forget, uh, okay. So this is no condemnation or anything, right? What if yeah. you have no supplements? No, actually, without supplement, also from young, right? Even before I know Unity, I have a lot of uh, challenges. I never focus on it. So, so, so sickness is not in my vocabulary, actually. The word, I mean, to me, word is very important. So, so uh, I don't focus on sickness, uh. When when I even when when I'm I'm sick those days right I don't even see doctors uh. I just be well I just go and exercise or do whatever I just feel well so so in that sense from beginning to till now I don't think about that. Okay, all right. So yeah. remember here is uh, in the lot uh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we have some things from our growing up, you know, and uh, they're not bad, they're good, okay? But when we go out, our message is the gospel, all right, mm -hmm. which is in Christ. Not everyone may have uh, that kind of like uh, thinking that we have as we grow up. Each person comes from different background, okay? So some are more uh, carefree regarding finances. Some are more carefree regarding health. Carefree, that means no concern, okay? Not even thinking at all about uh, the body health or the money problem. They may have people who originally like that, okay? Yes. Without uh, Christ. No, having, okay? said that, uh, having said that, Pastor, it's like, when I think back, right? When I think back, I feel so blessed that mm -hmm. God is always there for me from the beginning. It's not on my own, but... God is always there, protecting me. Yeah, so so that's how I felt, lah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's okay because it's after you got born again, then you realize God is there. God mm. is the one God. Okay, <laughs> everybody believes in God. <laughs> ah, it's Jesus, lah. Right, the 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 God of Jesus. So mm. very very. Uh, why I bring this up is because everyone in the world has some kind of belief. You know, and uh, they mostly believe there is a God. And all believe that, yes, their God take care of them also. Mm -hmm. So if we go along the same line, then we cannot bring across that it is in Christ. Okay? Because 
everyone will be like, okay, good, Joan, you have your belief in Jesus. God take care of you. We also have our belief in God. God take care of me. Then you will be stuck already. <laughs> okay? Because you won't be able to bring to them the difference. All right? <clears throat> and that is what religion is all about. Okay? Because everyone has some kind of religion, even atheists or whatever, they believe in something. If they don't believe in God, they believe in themselves. All right? So we are here, we are different. As in, Christ Jesus. Yeah. So the building of the spirit man, all right, or the hidden developing, all right, is some people also build their spirit man, but not in Christ. <laughs> That's why they are very sensitive to the spirit world. Okay. So you have bomos, you have wish. Even normal people will not be a bomo or a son. Some are very sensitive. So that's why they call, we call them, they have sixth sense. All right. They're able to see spiritual things also. They can feel, they got intuition. Then you will be lost already. Okay. How to bring Jesus to them, right? Because they seem to be even more alert in that area <laughs> than the, the believer or the Christian. Okay. So, we need to be clearer and clearer that really what is freedom is in Christ. And how does in Christ bring the difference between what we already naturally have as we grew up, which is similar to most people. Yeah, because if we tell someone who is, uh, uh, for example, in area of health, they have been healthy all their years, then how are we going to tell them that Jesus is our help. If it's the same, similar. All right. We will probably just agree with them. Good. <laughs> That's all. You cannot bring out the Christ. And the, the whole difference between Christian and non-Christian or believer and unbeliever is Christ. All right. Jesus is the only way the way, the truth, and the life. So when we go into the world, confirm. You will meet people who already tell you, hi, I, have, or I also have health freedom, but why do I need your Jesus? Then how? <laughs> Start already. Okay, I also have financial freedom in their own terms. Why do I need your Jesus? And some have a lot of self-righteousness. You say, I also don't always feel condemned, you know. <laughs> I never sin big or what, you know. Yeah, if I sin, I'm sorry. So I go and uh, ask for forgiveness. And they are quite successful people, very happy people <laughs> in the business. Uh, some of your business, you all know. They are happy people, happier happier <laughs> than even Christian, right? Christians are more miserable. <laughs> Okay, so we represent the gospel. That's where you have to get very strong and in our spirit. So in every area that we share about blessing or God, okay, we need to be very clear. It's only in Christ. It's only in Christ. And how do we differentiate that in Christ? 
until we experience and really realize that it is in Christ. That all that we had without Christ is still not freedom. Yeah, otherwise it's very hard to preach the gospel outside. You understand? Because they, they can be better than us, more finances than us, more health. Yeah, they say, I, I don't need Jesus. What? what if you meet someone who already say, I got all three? <laughs> then you're stuck already. You understand what I'm saying? The gospel is only Jesus Christ, nothing else. So when he set us free, only he has the ability to set us free. Spirit, soul, and body. So what looks like freedom to the world can even be to us because everyone has a certain measure of it depending on our background. All right? So, so if you look at just the external evidence of uh, freedom, then we miss it. And uh, someone who already have more in external, all right, in the physical, will not will say, I don't need your Jesus Christ. First, do we believe that? Okay, and do we realize that? Jesus, we all agree, right? It's the only way, the truth, and the life. If he's the only way, the only way to what? <laughs> okay, to God, to freedom. He's the only way. So if there is any other way, then he's no more the only way. He will be become one of the ways. All right, so the gospel, Jesus Christ, is for everyone. Everyone needs Jesus. Everyone needs to be born again. Everyone includes those who are well already, off. huh? Already, well well yeah. They are already, we are all. They are already very healthy, <laughs> and they may be very confident very happy. and happy too. <clears throat> ah, okay. So it is really about how we see. Christ in our life, right? That's why this uh, spirit man uh, developing is to help you to see, okay, spirit, soul, and body is the soul area, right? <clears throat> then we learn about the heart, which is, which, what is it? Mind, will, emotion, and conscience. <laughs> okay, so the mind, will, and emotion comes from? So, 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 all right. The conscience is a part of the? Spirit and soul. Hey, conscience part of the spirit. Okay, now with the conscience, okay, and the, the, the soul become the heart. So, is it that only believers got heart? No. Believers have conscience. Unbeliever, <laughs> don't have conscience. They have the conscience for the dead spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, believer, unbeliever also have spirit, soul, and body. And also have heart. Okay. The only thing is for the unbeliever, their conscience is dead. Yeah. All right. The Bible call it evil conscience. So, 
That's why if we still see uh, people as whether they are good deeds, you know, kind person and the external, or, you know, even you can even say they've got good heart. Is that acceptable to God? No. No. Yeah. So we need to clear, all right, that not God already said it's an evil conscience. Okay. The spirit is dead. So whether externally, they may be the best person as in, they got already got seem to have a lot of fruits. <laughs> you know, they're very patient, more patient than <laughs> all of us here. All right. Ah, have you met a patient person? I have. Who is not, who does not acknowledge Jesus as their Lord and Savior? Go on. God. Yeah. More kind, right? So if you talk in terms of uh, all this, then they don't need Jesus. Okay, so our Jesus or our life as a Christian, okay, is based on only one thing. The others will come out of it. The fruits will come out. But God don't judge the fruit first. God see first whether you're born again. <laughs> the seed inside. Yeah, so if that seed, what is inside the heart is evil, even how good the person may be, to God, it's evil. It's yeah, it's evil, right? That's why it's Jesus said you produce bad fruit. But then you say the person very nice all, <laughs> very kind all, you know, very generous all, even more generous than Christian. <laughs> okay? Ah, so that's why we need to see from, understand from God. Okay? And all this actually is basically the difference between self-righteousness and God's righteousness, right? When we understand God's righteousness, nothing good in us except what Christ, who Christ is in us, what he has done in us. Anything that is not from him, it could be from our own ability or our own, you know, it is wood, hay and stubble. Right? It is still from our flesh. Yes, there is always the grace of God. There's, you know, thank God for being with us. But the full, the, the whole thing in our life, anything in our life, it's not being spiritual. What? When we realize it is Christ and build upon that, then that is acceptable to God. Okay, in Corinthians, it say that, right? Built not with wood, hay, and stubble, but with gold, silver. Two things that only God acknowledged and recognized in our lives is anything that is done from his divine nature, from his, the new seed, born again. Okay, and redemption, silver, which is? what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. Everything else we present to the Father is <laughs> nothing. It's called dead works, correct. It's called dead works, right? So we have to be very careful, right? Understanding and developing the spirit man. That's why when it comes to uh, grace, a lot, you know, generally every Christian will say, it's the grace of God throughout <laughs> my life. 
Okay, but as you go along, you begin to discern. It's about actually them. Yeah, and only when you have that understanding of that grace, right? And that there's nothing that God recognized except the work of Jesus in our lives, which is redemption. And then he gave us divine nature. So he can distinguish <laughs> God can, right? And when you grow your spirit in, in the Lord, right? You will be able to discern, not condemning people, but discern what the way God sees. I said, why God say to the Pharisees, you know, you are evil. <laughs> or you're like snakes. Why? They are very outside, very good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they, they follow the law properly, everything. Okay, and the law is to help them, uh, the people, right, to, to, to be healthy, right? So they're probably very healthy people because they follow the law, they don't eat pork. <laughs> but they still want tao yoba. <laughs> okay, so if you, that is what it means by, okay, they are very obedient to God, follow the whole law to, to the dot, they even tell, uh, Right, the, the, the woman caught in adultery, right? Until Jesus touched their conscience, deep into their conscience. That it's not just having, you know, follow the law, follow everything that is good. Yeah, but it is following Jesus Christ. It is the only sin that God will send someone to hell is the one that rejects Jesus, right? So, our life, okay, we're all already, it, that rejecting and accepting Jesus means not only Savior, as Lord. And save us also from what? Not just from hell, right? From sin, from sickness, from disease. Yeah? He is the only one. He is the only one. That's why when we share uh, to people the gospel, some of you are still, you know, growing in it, uh, not very clear. So we say, oh, uh, they got very other religion already. <laughs> okay, when we say they got other religion already, in our mind, we are still thinking of Christianity as a religion. Yeah, okay, because that's what we see. We are presenting Jesus as a religion to others who got other religion already. But Christianity, Jesus Christ, is not a religion. All right? And he is in every part of our lives. Okay? So, spirit, soul, and body. All right? Even an unbeliever is made up like that. Tripartite. All right? With spirit, soul, and body. But when the spirit man is not born again, and the only way it can be born again is through Jesus, right? Yeah, believing in Jesus. So believing in Jesus, believing everything from his word. And if we don't know what is his word, we practically believe very little. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Nothing to believe, right? Because we never hear his word. All right. So when we believe, we believe everything. Okay, his will, his way. But... It's about how much we hear, right? How much has been thought, how much we absorb, how much we receive. Then only we can believe, right? So the unbeliever has also spirit, soul, and body. 
and heart. Okay, so they have, they have this four. They have got heart also. So what does the heart do? From last week, what can the heart do? Or mainly what does, what can the heart do? Soul has got real mind, emotions, right? Your thoughts, your thinking, your emotions. So people make decisions from the mind. Okay. So as I taught you, there's also the heart, which includes now another part of the spirit into the soul. So we can choose to make decisions from two. Either the soul, which is the mind, all right, without the heart. Some people can make with the heart, yet, but the so-called so-called good heart. <laughs> so you go that oh, this person got good heart. Don't have Jesus, okay? Ah, but it's our wrong terminology or wrong understanding of the word good heart. Because as far as God, Jesus is concerned, there's no one good. So the only good heart is the heart that God gave when a person received Jesus. But we have been, you know, in this world that we think that is good and bad based on their actions. But God don't see based on actions. God see whether the heart has been born again or not. Right? The spirit has been born again or not. So if you don't see this clearly, you will always be very confused outside. <laughs> and there will be a group of people that we will never be able to minister to. All right? Or share with them because you will always get stuck. All right? Because they're always gooder than you. <laughs> Better than you. All right? If we see in terms of the outward manifestation. All right? But God see the heart, whether first thing, want to get or not, receive Jesus or not, then grow or didn't grow. <laughs> it's the second part. Whether this heart, this person, this spirit man, grew or didn't grow. Okay, so the believe, unbeliever also have spirit, soul, body, and heart. Then why do you say some people got good heart and then we make what, what, what do we do with the, with the heart we also can because the person is making decisions from the heart all right and so but the heart if not yet uh, born again one the spirit man right will still be from an evil conscience as a man thinketh is his heart so is he so that does not just refer to a believer. It refers to any human being, which means the heart can think. All right, but if the heart is already evil because of without Jesus, the conscience is evil. Even how good the Pharisees are, the self-righteous people, all right, when God gives, when Jesus spoke something that hit to the core of their spirit. So today we will learn about words. Okay, as we afterwards, just another few minutes more, we start today's session. 
okay, that can bring people, you know, the word of God that can cut between soul and spirit. So when Jesus said, who does not have sin, cast the first stone, Jesus' words cut right inside their self-righteousness, their supposedly good heart, they think, right, they have. And prick their conscience from the spirit side. It spoke to their conscience. So what can speak to their conscience? The word of God. All right. So if, but we need, because Jesus, he know who he is. <laughs> we know that all have sinned. There's no one righteous. So he, he can able to speak. God, he's the word of God. All right. He say whatever I hear my father say, I speak, right? So he's speaking God's word. And he has the wisdom to speak the right word to the situation. Whereby the Pharisees think they got him already. <laughs> right? Because they think they are holier than thou. They are holier than the adulterous woman. And Jesus spoke the right word. If we have, don't have God's word at that time, let's say we are in the shoes of Jesus. And here comes, and now we know what to say because Jesus said that. If we didn't have Jesus' example, or we just follow a script at a situation like this, we may not be able to say that to the Pharisees, right? He will be, he'll be stuck. Oh yeah, under the law, we have to, to uh, stone this woman. But then, there is grace also, God's love. And then, <laughs> the Pharisees are also very good people. <laughs> Okay, so very important to have the word of God correctly understanding into our spirit and then make decisions from the heart, okay, which is the new heart, recreated spirit, the new heart, okay, with a new, why is it new heart? Because it has a new conscience. Which part of your soul is old? <laughs> your normal soul is old. God didn't say, I give you a new soul. Okay? I give you a new spirit and I give you a new heart. Why now the heart can be new? Because the spirit part is new. The conscience, our conscience, when we receive Jesus, has been clear in the eyes of God. Okay, then now you are, you can, you can have the new spirit and new heart. So developing the hidden man of heart, okay, in order for this heart now is new. But since the soul part is still old, you're still thinking old things, old ways. Okay, that's why uh, the other day we were talking right in the, Worship training group, Moses, right? Yeah, Robert Lowe brought up Moses. Moses, 40 years as an Egyptian prince, <laughs> cannot be used by God to deliver the 
children of Israel out of bondage or Egypt. He had to go through another 40 years in the desert taking care of sheep. 40 years. Why? To renew his mind, right? The soul part. Because he thinks he do according to what he thinks is right. <laughs> and that thinking doesn't really have God inside. He doesn't know how to hear God or, you know, listen to God or Holy Spirit or anything. He doesn't have the shepherd's heart yet. And therefore, 40 years to 40 years. If you are already 40 years, when you receive the Lord, God will maybe need to take 40 years <laughs> to get Egypt out of you. Get the system of the world, the belief, you know, the soul part that, that brings out your, your decision-making and all the emotions that come from that. In order to be able to bring forth the good news and be strong in the spirit, against the Egyptian. Today, we don't have physical Egyptian. All right? It's just the devil and all his tricks. Okay? Bringing us under bondage of sin, sickness, and poverty, or lack. Okay? So, can you imagine? Do you want 40 years <laughs> to spend? I think most of you, right? So, like, for that, means. 20 years. So you want another 20 years? The one, right? Yeah. So how quickly, all right, build this heart, all right, build this spirit man? Because why he was not able, God cannot use him or Moses at that time to lead the children of Israel or to be. God's servant because he was still making decisions from his carnal mind, right? His soul, his Egyptian mind. <laughs> 40 years, they learn a lot of things or not. Definitely, right? In 40 years, you went to school, you came out from your kindergarten, the first few years, your mommy, daddy, <laughs> or grandmother. Then after that, go to school another half many years, right? All from the world. Then after that, Go to work. Oh, we learn from the boss, from the business partners, all the mindset of the world. And then we expect, oh, now I'm born again. <laughs> I can make decisions already from the spirit. Ah, God say, go into the desert. <laughs> Take another 40 years to get Egypt out of Moses. And then put God inside. And it became first, and the, the learning process and all that was to be a shepherd, take care of sheep, which David had very early in his life as a young boy. Right? So we all can, if, if we have been many years in the world, right? Then we need to learn even more <laughs> our spirit. Okay? If you have lesser years in the world, then good, become, become like David. That's why your smart Jewish teachers, you have your children who are 
uh, young, okay? Some in the, in the age are only uh, 10, 8 years old, okay? Build them in the spirit. Today, when I see church, it's uh, with, uh, you know, taking care of kids by giving them toys to play during service or entertaining them so that the, the, the mothers can join in the service, having all those, uh, you know, might as well go to carnival. <laughs> go to church for what? <laughs> yeah, take the children, go carnival. Huh? Why go to church? And then you have all these to babysit. Right? They are already spirit beings, spirit men born already in the little child. They have a spirit that can be developed. Yeah? So it is very sad, you know, when this is where there is not enough understanding of the work of the Holy Spirit or the importance of the Holy Spirit. And we see people according to their physical age. Children need to play. <laughs> no. I have seen very small one, right? Some of you are uh, teachers and I showed you children in other countries or I, I, you know, don't want to say so much charismatic circle, but that is the truth, right? Because the charismatic circle uh, acknowledge the Holy Spirit, right? Which is actually in the book of Acts, right? Without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. So there's a time you can take your children, go play, okay? Which also uh, encourage smart jewels teachers, right? When there's a time there is a, you know, out of the teaching or whatever, you can get the children together, go somewhere, all right? Maybe adults also may need that. But when we are, going to church or into the house of God, learning spiritual things, why do we leave the kids out of it, <laughs> right? To go and play. So to them, okay, you want to go to church? Yes, I want to go to church because I can play, <laughs> you know? So that's why from young, they will get the wrong mentality that church is about fun, yeah? You have fun in the Holy Spirit, right? Joan has fun worshipping the Lord in the Spirit, dancing in the Spirit. This is even more fun than just doing things that appeal to the body. Right? So not understanding spirit, soul, and body will, be, will end up developing body most of the time. Mind. Okay? Learning the Bible to just for head knowledge. That's developing the mind, all right? But when we develop the spirit, the spirit with a clear conscience of the heart and understanding the spirit man will grow. And your spirit man will begin to, uh, the heart will make decisions from the heart because the heart now can make decision from instruction from the spirit side. Right, an unbeliever will make decision from the mind, from all the input and uh, knowledge gained from the world. All right, just like Moses, he grew up in the court of the Pharaoh as a prince, forty years. So when he saw the the Israel light being uh, bullied by the Egyptian soldier, right, he made a decision, just kill him. Because he knows he's an Israelite. But that's not the way God does things. Okay, so 
until 40 years later, he can listen to God already. <laughs> so that's why I teach you also, you all can open spiritual ears to hear God and shut out the mind that has been listening to the world ways. You may think, oh, I know God, I know Bible already, I know God already, I go to church already, I can make decisions. It's not. You need to know the ways of God. And I tell you, if God thinks that it needs 40 years for to get Egypt out of uh, Moses, what makes you think we all <laughs> no need? <laughs> Today one even worse. <laughs> right? The world teaching is even worse. The world motivation, the world ideas and all is even worse than maybe Moses' time because they don't have internet, they don't have social media, they don't have extra things <laughs> that we have today, which is looks okay, but anything that is not in God's way is already out. And then we don't even know whether it's God's way or not. If we didn't go, didn't hear the word of God correctly, yeah, and go directly to have the communion with the Lord, right? Because in this mind, so I got, uh, Jesus didn't come to save our mind. He saved all the soul. He saved our spirit. Because God is a spirit, can only contact and connect to our spirit. And from there, he wants us to make decisions. Why we say wise decisions from the spirit. And people say, oh, I got Holy Spirit, God tell me what? Holy Spirit tell me this, Holy Spirit tell me that. That is also very dangerous. If the person who said, Holy Spirit, tell me, Holy Spirit, tell me, is not grounded in the word, it's not the head, you know, but feeding the spirit man properly with God's ways. All right. So there can be many who are born again. All right. They have still have spirit, soul, and body, but making decisions from the carnal mind. All right still or decisions and what conclusions remember these two words decision and conclusion okay conclusion i give you an example so you all can see all right for example in finance the conclusion is this month not enough money <laughs> okay or next month maybe not enough or next year not enough okay or right and then that is the conclusion based on the physical, what you see. And then after that, the decision-making is a lot. Cannot type this month. <laughs> Cannot offer. Okay. What is the tiny offering? It is God's way for harvest. But now we make First, a conclusion based on what's happening, the physical, the bank account or whatever. Then we make a decision from that conclusion that is based on information from the physical realm. Understand? Yeah. So this is how we actually work without realizing it. Okay. And then after that, Sometimes 
not because God wants to, you know, not bless us or what. If you don't sow, there is no harvest. <laughs> Very simple, right? Robert Lowe and Joan know they got plant, farm, you know, a, 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 a plantation. What is that? Right? Why I keep on saying plantation? What, do, what is their place? Your land. Ah, okay, right? You plant, you have garden one. If you suddenly say, okay, I'm not going to buy seeds. You know, even Joe Joan was saying about the palm tree, you know, first start with the seed. So you just decide, I'm not going to buy seeds and I'm not going to plant seeds in your land or garden. Are you going to have any plant come out? <laughs> any fruit come out? Any, this one, right? The land may be still there, right? Beautiful, you take out the beads, but you don't plant the seed inside. It will just remain exactly like that. Yeah, it's not cursed, but nothing, there's no, nothing growing, nothing blooming, no, nothing to harvest. Yeah, so this is what has happened actually in our spirit tripartite being. We made a conclusion because we're still in the five senses realm, right? So developing your spirit man and developing the spirit man in the hidden man of the heart, right? Helps you, helps the heart to make the decision, not the mind. That decision is a big, based on five senses. It's not a decision made from the new heart. It's a decision made from the soul, from the unrenewed mind, which is based on information from the five senses, from the physical realm. You understand? Yeah. So in that area, you'll be stuck there. Okay. On sometimes hear the word of God again and then do. Sometimes not go back to five senses. So here is about developing and growing the spirit man. Not sometimes grow, sometimes not grow. <laughs> sometimes make decision of the spirit, sometimes make decision of the flesh. All right. As you build, you will be making more decisions and conclusions based on from the spirit, from the spirit feeding on God's word. Okay? The spirit man only eat one kind of food. What food? Huh? The word of God, yeah. Spirit food, right? So don't give your spirit man the bank account to eat. <laughs> okay? Or the doctor's report to eat. Okay? Because that is not food for your spirit man. That is the food for your soul. The unrenewed mind will remain unrenewed as long as it is fed only with the world information or the five senses realm. But your spirit man needs spirit food. That's why we are here this morning. Okay? For Sunday, it's actually worship. The main focus is worship. Worship is thanking God, right? For who he is, what he's done. Coming to give our offerings, tithes, whatever we have, our whole being, right? It's in Romans uh, 8.1. Offer your being, your whole person, spirit, soul, and body, all right? Your, even your body as a living sacrifice unto him. So worship Sunday service 
It's actually people coming to give of themselves to thank God for who it is. Take a time. That's why God put a Sabbath day, right? In the to the Jews. The Sabbath day is a day of rest where we work, 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 work. we are occupied with so many things, all right, in the world. Yes, we need to work. But we set aside a day to honor him. It's about honoring. Gather together to honor him, which wherever he has planted you. All right, wherever you see that that is the place that God has planted you, the house of God, right? Because in the, 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 the flourishing part, right? This, the palm tree. The palm tree will flourish in the courts of the Lord. Flourish means what? Bloom, to blossom, right? To bud and grow beautiful, strong, healthy, every area. Wealthy, every area. But where? In the house of the Lord. Right in the courts of the Lord. Okay, so that is the importance of the, uh, so that is for Sunday. That's why you give testimonies. Okay, testify. If we have a walk with the Lord, right, there will be testimonies. If you don't have walk with God, then what's testimony? Testimony, as I said, is not just big miracle happen. You you have your husband, your wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, and you walk with them throughout the whole week. There's communication. There's something that, you know, that you are happy about that you want to share with others. That's the walk with the Lord. All right? The conscious of Him, that He is there. So that's why for Moses as an Egyptian growing, growing up in the courts of the Pharaoh, he was only conscious of the things of the world. Egypt, most of the time. Right? Until God had to place him, take, him, take up Egypt out of him. And it takes a long time. So why is it that, you know, sometimes, many, many years, we may be hearing, even for some of you, hearing developing of the spirit man teachings for years. Okay? And still, still growing better. And let us grow a bit more already, right? It's so hard to get this mindset of the world out, right? So that's where, okay, uh, we still keep keep at it. Okay, this for for Sunday, right? Why I push you all to have consciousness of Christ to read Bible, to hear his word, to have that relationship that even greater than the one with your spouse, with your lover, deeper and greater, okay, in the word, right? Not just on a weekend or a Sunday, yeah? God has, <clears throat> and then Saturday or today, we call it, I changed the days, uh, for the spirit development of the hidden man of the heart, okay, which is your spirit man, is the nourishment for your spirit man. Right? Those who want to grow, those who want to be used by God, will want to feed and nourish, right? In order to flourish, right? The world say you need to be nourished. So the whole week, we already nourish our 
body, right? <laughs> Who didn't take care of body this whole week? Who didn't eat at all? Your food, your rice, your roti, your cake, or whatever. Who didn't eat at all for one whole week? In the body. Everyone eat, right? Some more three meals a day, right? <laughs> at least three, at least two, or mostly three, or even four. Tea time, break time, every time got something to eat. So you are nourishing your body. And so that's why the body is so powerful. <laughs> the body voice is so powerful. Always make decisions. And conclusion from the body, from the five senses, because you only nourish your body. You take exercise, I mean, the body very fit. Okay, I'm not saying that we should not be fit, okay? But we concentrate so much on the body, the body has the loudest voice, your five senses, all right, the body, okay? Then throughout the whole week, you also build our mind, the soul area, right? Hmm. <laughs> Whether you are already working or whatever, okay, you still have information. Oh, how you fit social media, <laughs> news reading, okay, from the world, everything. Communication, talking with people. What do we talk about? Who do we sit? Right, Psalms chapter one, verse one. Those who sit in the seat of the ungodly. Yeah, ungodly doesn't mean the adulterers or the killers and all that. Just with the people who have don't have God or you know with the same mind, passion of God, spirit, understanding. So they may give you intellectual knowledge, right? Uh, Robert Lowe went and met someone like that in Cambodia, right? Yeah, he also Christian, <laughs> but his mind is filled with. The law filled with, you know, very lawful or just hate knowledge a lot. Last time that was the previous uh, rubber load. Now, no more. <laughs> so God brought him to see his past. <laughs> yeah, it's very scary, right? Yeah, that was, could be us. All right. Sometimes God allowed this so they can see. Hey, I don't want this is me last time. You know, so strong in my head, so strong, right? Because we all need make conclusion and decision from our carnal mind or fleshly mind that was fed with information from the world. Anything that's not from God's word is the world already. There's no in-between. All right, so it's either we're righteous in Christ or you're righteous by our own self. Okay? So... Spirit man development or hidden man of the heart developing, right? For our heart to make decisions. So you see a person making decision from the head and a person making decision from the heart can still be an unbeliever. Okay, but you will say that, oh, the head one is more uh, no heart. Uh, because generally everyone has the idea or understanding the heart is the place where there's love, uh, you know. But if that love is not God's love, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> it's still not acceptable to God. Be very clear. Each human being has a capacity to love. That is called the different type of love, right? Jesus brought it out. In the Greek, is filio. 
Ah, you have what's the other? Uh, helio, I forgot the other one. Then agape, oh. huh? Eros, yeah. Okay, which is the sexual love, right? Helio is the family love. All of you love your family, right? But this is not God's love. God's love is agape. <laughs> okay, that's why when Jesus talked to our uh, restored Peter, right after he denied the denied Jesus three times, and then uh, Jesus resurrected, done already, went to the cross. Then he talked to Peter, right? If you love me, first two is filio, and then uh, he said agape, but. Peter could only answer filio. Yes, Lord, I filio you. And then Jesus knew he not yet able to agape. So he said, okay, anyway, if you love me, filio me, feed my sheep. Until Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, then the Holy Spirit released agape love. All right, Romans 5.5, 5, the love of God, agape. It's been shared abroad in your spirit by the, or in your hearts by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so even God tell us to love now, is he gave us that love into our hearts. So that from decision-making, conclusions, choices are made from that heart, the new heart. All right, that has received the ability to love. Agape is what? Unconditional love. There's no one, uh, okay, get it very clear. No one born on this earth without Jesus Christ can love unconditionally because they don't have agape. So what is that love? Still got condition. You say, oh, the person really, you know, gave up all his money, gave up all her uh, time and everything. Then you said that person has really got big heart, big love. To the world standard, yes. To God, no. <laughs> okay, you need to be very clear. Otherwise, if you preach the gospel, you'll be very even more confused. Okay, <clears throat> so only in Christ. Why the world is ending? Jesus is coming, right? The devil is doing his best to get as many people to go to hell. Even believers can be deceived. So what is it? It's trying to do a, it's not a, a one world religion. Uh, unite the Muslims together with the Buddhists, together with the Christian, Catholic, whatever religion, come to become one. And even Protestants or believers who don't understand clearly that Jesus is the only way will flow, follow it, right? Catholic <laughs> as well, okay? But they are all just ignorant, right? Out of ignorance that is for those who already know Jesus and still feel it's good. Yeah, it's good to have this, you know, one world religion, all, as long as all are showing love to each other. Muslim show love to the Christian, Christian show love to the, yeah. That is deception to the highest <laughs> right where people of god are just being deceived by the devil 
It's not that we go hate them. We go to show them that there is only one way. Jesus Christ. Okay? There's only one kind of love. Agape. I cannot love. I have to be honest with you. In my own filial, it's limited. It's limited because every time we love with our own love, filial, we will get hurt. And hurt and more hurt. <laughs> and then we will shut people up. The ones that hurt you. That is filial, limited. Okay? God's love is unlimited. Yeah, it will take some time. You will still get hurt a little bit or even definitely less than the filial one. And putting, giving it to God, that love will automatically come on. You know, it's like the agape. You can't run away from it. It's like you can't run away from God like that. God is love. Agape. You try your best to hate the person or not hate, you know, to... to shut the person out. You can't. If, if the Holy Spirit put there, you just can't. And that is where you tap into agape, into 1 John uh, 3, 9. Right? That you have that love whereby the divine seed, you are not able to sin. Okay? Not able to sin also includes you're not able to do anything other than from his love. Because something inside you has taken over. You have a new nature. Okay? So when you begin to understand that, then the seed, the new nature, will be able to grow. And that's where God developed his people to a place where they are no more them. The old one, old person really died. The old seed died. And then only the new seed can grow. That's why Paul says what? In Corinthians, right? There has nothing to, they have nothing to boast. If the love didn't come from you, what's there to boast? <laughs> it came from God. <laughs> Even how much we tried to resist it, it is still God. Okay? So there is no way that we can try, you know, to, to, to be a Christian. It has to be uh, in the first session here, born again. First, the whole spirit man come from above and then growing every part, every area of our lives, grow even to be like Jesus. It's not our own effort. It's from the natural process of your new spirit growing in the spirit, growing with the correct food of the spirit, right? You don't have to ask a baby, can you please try to grow up into a man? <laughs> okay? All you need to do is eat your food, the food that Robert Love cooked, right? To Marianne and uh, Bill, uh, Nicholas, they just eat and they will grow physically. If they don't eat, they don't grow. You may say many times, try to grow. Please grow up physically. And then you don't give them food. And they don't, or you give them food, they don't eat. Can they grow? Cannot, right? Same with the spirit. Okay? So we have a new spirit. And this spirit can grow. Then 
is eating the food, spiritual food. All right? Every, but it takes, as I said, in the physical already it takes so many years to grow from a small baby to a mature person. In the spirit, also takes a lot of time. Okay? That's why I said meditation, confession, is your daily eating. Then coming in to hear the word of God. Extra, all right? The guidance from the fivefold ministry, all right, of your pastor or teacher or, you know, someone who have, uh, the Lord has matured, all right, to bring the rest to maturity. So it cannot, here on Saturday, it's for growth. And this is every person's uh, choice. If you are the one, the person is still baby, just knew that the one who brought or gave birth or you know, led the person to Christ have to make the decision for them. Mm. Which is a bit difficult because if the person is, let's say, 40 years old <laughs> in the body, and then Robert Logo, you know, preach the gospel and then the person received the law. Now, you need to see the person in the spirit. In the spirit, it's a newborn spirit, just like a newborn baby. Can the person make decision from the spirit? I cannot, right? So they will make decision from their soul, from the information, which is from the world. And they will say, why, why, why I want to attend spirit man class? Uh? <laughs> Or no time, uh, you know, and all that. And then you say, okay, uh, the person 40 years old, he knows more than me, richer than me, everything better than me, no need. Uh. <laughs> he probably know how to live his life already. Understand? Okay. So when if the development of the spirit man is to help us realize that that spirit man, right, is the, the part of us that is the most powerful, most beautiful, most, you know, like Jesus, like God. If you don't grow it, it will be always stunted, making decisions from the flesh, from the world, and not from God. They cannot grow properly. So if you are the spiritual parent in any way, you help them to make decisions, right? Push them a little bit. It's just like you will push your child. Your child don't want to eat. Of course, it's your child easier, lah. Right? But it takes a lot of natural love for your child. If your child don't want to eat, you say, it's okay to eat. 10 days, they not 10 days die already. Okay, maybe two days. <laughs> they still say don't want to eat. Romelo will say, or Joe will say, eat, ah, you better eat already. You know, how can every day don't want to eat? So sometimes it may like, be a bit harsh on your... Right? Because I care for your spiritual growth. And keep on saying, eat, develop your spirit man, eat, develop your spirit man, eat, eat, eat. And then you say, ah, yeah, see Steph Pastor Stephanie every time asks us to meditate and confess God's word. <laughs> but when you do it, then you will see yourself grow, right? Yeah, because your parents know, right? If you eat the physical food, they will grow. If they don't eat, they won't grow. Okay, so that is already introduction <laughs> lord we just thank you holy spirit 
for leading us, guiding us, that we may grow strong in you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as greatest teacher and reveal our truth. As that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth in today's teaching, Lord. Lord, your people will grow in faith, Lord. Not in my own human wisdom, but Lord, Holy Spirit, in your demonstration of your power and love in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so today we go to, I already actually shared a bit, why we need to plant good seeds in the garden of our hearts. So from last week, we know that our heart is like a garden, all right? Where can grow, right? If you all can still remember uh, uh, the last week uh, uh, teaching. It's this, it's this garden, right? Just like the garden of Eden. So inside here, you have the spirit, the soul, all right? Staying there. And that's where, if it's a garden, you need to plant seeds. So why do we need to plant good seeds in the garden? Now, Joan and Robert should be able to answer this from the natural uh, understanding of planting. Why you need to plant good seeds? Huh? So, so that we can have a healthy plant. Good hours. And harvests uh -huh. and, and fruits, right? Fruits. So if not, that's why you all have been sharing that you go to the land once a week to remove the weeds. <laughs> okay, so that the soil good, and then later when you plant good seeds, the fruits can come up. Okay, mm -hmm. so in our heart, right, the, the, the garden of our heart, we need to plant. Okay, we have been given a new heart, a new spirit. So it's alive, okay? Now we need to grow. So anything that grow, that means come from seed form, start with seed before it can grow. And seed is to be planted, okay? <clears throat> so they can grow and produce fruit, produce crops. What are good seeds <clears throat> for your heart? <clears throat> this one is the spiritual heart, yeah? Your heart. Okay, now not, not the, the garden can, can understand a bit more, but what are good seeds? Word of God. Yeah, God's word. <clears throat> okay, because your heart is given by God, right? <laughs> your new heart. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right, so this is the spiritual heart, right? Where your soul, your uh, soul is there, your will, your mind, emotions. Now you, your new heart, you want to make decisions, conclusions from this new heart. You have to plant good seed. Good seed, you remember, to plant, to feed your spirit man, right, in this garden. The spirit man now need to eat and grow. So can make decisions from the heart. Right, and the good seed definitely that's God's word. Okay, so in the Bible, there are only seed speaks of life that can grow on. Right, anyone plant seed that is dead seed? <laughs> no, right, seed is life. So, whether in a human being you have the seed of the woman, right, you're able to give birth to children because there's seed, right? So, in 
the Bible, basically there are two types of seed. One is God's word. It's always uh, referred to as seed. Okay, first having God's word into our heart. The first seed to grow the spirit man. Then Bible also referred to seed as in the other area. Huh? What? Life. Ah. Uh, life, uh, you said. Yeah. One seed is the word of God, right? Another always called as seed is what? Sauce. The finances. Sauce. Sauce. Huh? Sauce. 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 Money. Yeah. One simple word is money. All right? Even the world also sometimes use it. All right? Those who teach money, financial freedom, all that. They say, sow a seed. Right? Second Corinthians, that's all you've been learning, you're teaching. <laughs> sharing communion and offering, right? <laughs> if you don't understand that your money is seed, then how are you going to help people grow their money, the finances, the resources? If you don't understand, first of all, that God has given you seed in that area, hiding, offering, is your seed. Physical, uh, in the physical, is the money or your crops, your fruits, whatever. So there are different types of uh, sowing, right? Then, but it is still what you have. As you sow it, that is the seed. If you don't sow, <laughs> how do reap? Okay. So sowing and reaping comes from sowing what? Sowing means planting. Okay. Planting your finances, planting your money, your whatever you have, okay? In the understanding of tithing, the 10% and offering, all right, anything above that. So that is the reference to seed in the Bible. So two, one, basically, so when you have the word of God, then you know how to sow the finances part, okay? Because the word of God helped you to understand about tithing, about sowing, about seed time and harvest. See? Seed time and harvest is also in Genesis, right? I brought it up before. As long as the, there's earth, what are the things that will not cease? What is the thing that will never stop so that God has created? As long as earth remains, day and night, so first is seed time and harvest, day and night. Have yeah. you ever lived through <laughs> in your how many years, 50 years, 40 years, 20 years of your life and there's no day and night? Every day got day and night, right? God said it will not cease as long as earth remains. That is the faithfulness of God also, right? Then the other time, the other thing that he said will not Seas is seed time and harvest. So even in the unbelieving world or the world outside, yeah, that's because of the goodness of God, right? They, as long as they sow seed, they plant, they will have harvest. 
it's a it's just a natural thing like gravity like that you know yeah as long as earth remains so what is or the part of a seed is also to in order to grow you need the sunshine you need water two main essential okay after you sow the seed then you need to water the seed and you need the sun the sun you cannot generate it out the sun you just need to put the plant out the sun represent who god yes god okay okay let me go go through you know have more understanding of this all right so good seeds of for your heart right it's not for your soul for your head go back to the parable matthew 13 18 to 19 now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds very exciting because robert and john go into the land every week right to plant all right to build a plantation right? the plantation come from the wood plant the seed that fell on the footpath. Listen again, right? From fresh, right? Because this is something, this parable is something that ongoing in a believer's life. Sometimes here, bear fruit, then sometimes don't, right? <laughs> Fall on the footpath. Okay? It has to be consistently. Then you will see yourself grow. The seed that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message about the about what the kingdom the kingdom of god all right which is righteousness peace and joy hearing about his righteousness in the world we hear about our righteousness what you can do your abilities your inherent abilities your talents use them that's the world okay which seems nothing wrong that's why it's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil right very, very similar, okay? But what we want to hear is the message of the kingdom, the word about God's kingdom. Jesus said, I come. So they cannot understand why the disciples all, most of the time, right? To, to reveal the kingdom, that the other realm, other than your five senses realm, all right? Spirit, soul, and body. Today we are in two realms, but most People, including believers, are living only in the five senses realm, body realm. Okay, but if we can really live in the spirit realm, which is the kingdom realm, where we understand the righteousness of God in Christ, we understand true peace comes from Him and Him alone. And what is that peace? Joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, oh, people won't be able to distinguish, right? The kingdom realm is more important. It's because it's the eternal realm. Remember? Everything that's on this earth will pass away. Eternal realm. Jesus said God's word will never pass away. So why do you want God's word? It's eternal. It's eternal. It will never pass away. It's forever. You don't understand it. So when we hear the message of the kingdom, right? even talking about, let's say, tithing, offering, or divine health, or you know, agape love, and they say, I don't understand it. Then what happened? The evil one 
comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their heart. Why? Because remember, the, it's the heart supposed to make decisions, choices, and conclusions. What the choices and decisions that we make determine the course of our life, right? <laughs> that is the, the verse that I gave last week. So, very important first, the seed that is planted. And we have already rock, bad seeds from the world. Either good or no good, right? <laughs> so, those seeds, we cause it to grow by watering it. Okay, we meditate on uh, the world ways of your, your, your mother or father, make sure you get it inside you. In this world, there's no such thing as free, you know, your own survival, go hard, work hard. Yeah, all these things looks nothing wrong. Success is in your hands. <laughs> I think so, like something like that, right? You go for it. You grew up with all these things. All about your building yourself, not the spirit man, because the spirit man can only grow with the strength of God. But self grow with your own self strength. It's called self righteousness, right? So the evil one comes and snatches away the seed. This seed is the good seed of God's word that was planted in their hearts. How? Okay, the seed on the rocky soil represent those who hear the passage and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. So praise the Lord, all of you lasted quite long. <laughs> Correct enough. Yeah, not everyone will last that long. That's why there are not many disciples or workers in God's kingdom, right? But there are many uh, babies or lost sheep or sheep in the church. That's why you got thousands move. You know, they are, they are very happy to be in a big crowd. After that, they go back and live in the five senses realm. <laughs> Therefore, they cannot lead, they cannot be shepherd, they cannot really serve. Serving is exactly just doing duty. They feel God is good, so I just serve somewhere. Different, totally. That is just the realm of the five senses realm. We're doing everything like we used to do in our corporate world. We used to do in our families, right? All in the five senses realm. What is the difference? In the end of the day, it's everything that is done. If there is wood, hay, and stubble, wood represents human effort, right? Hay, stubble is the same, can burn one, will be burned away. So then you go up to heaven and say, God, I did a lot of things, you know? <laughs> I was the usher, I was the this one, the what, what, what? And then all burned already <laughs> because there was all self. It's still like a little baby. Okay, but you still have your, your spirit is still safe. You go to heaven. Okay, so here, when you're, you're the seed of God's word, building the spirit man is rooted deep in your spirit. You begin to do things from the spirit. Love from agape. Yeah? Loving people from agape as a shepherd. That's why I'm 
training extra class for the servers who want to serve God. Because they're all so fresh and green, right? Ministry is not just taking up a serving role. <laughs> Thank God for, you know, everyone willing to serve. But it's really not just that, right? It involves your whole being. And it involves serving from the heart, the new heart, right? A real shepherd in every area. So those that have with no roots, okay, when you just hear and then amen, and then go back home, <laughs> finish. <laughs> they don't last long, all right? They fall away as soon as they have problems and are persecuted for the poet. Not persecuted for irritating your husband or wife <laughs> or your children, okay? Persecuted for believing God's word, okay? Persecuted for people. So what happened? Example, very easy, right? You want to believe God's word in area of health? You say, I've been hearing and hearing and meditating that God's healed me. Now I want to believe God. I want to act on God's word. Okay, let's say, okay, no, no, I'm not telling anyone to go off medication or don't see doctor or anything. Okay, but you come to the place, you know God has healed you and you want to go off certain medication or whatever, that you have made that choice based on, all right, your, uh, what you've been hearing. Then people will persecute you, right? <laughs> First, the doctor persecute you or your loved one will persecute you, see? Cannot, cannot. Immediately, don't take or die. So how? The word doesn't last long because not deeply rooted. You just hear pastors say, "Oh, by his stripes I'm healed." It doesn't, right? They will, they cannot, right? Fall away. Say, okay lah, better not go back into the whatever you've been used to. All right, same as finance finances area. Well, you heard about tithing and then you heard testimony about people uh, being blessed after tithing and offering. You say, oh, I feel excited. Now I want to tithe also. <laughs> I want to offer. Then there are some problems come up. When you want to act, believing means act, okay? Acting on the word or you believe. But suddenly you may go back into your five senses realm. Not enough. Or your, your whoever say, Ayah, why you must tie every month, man? Must tie, man? <laughs> See, if you don't understand exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, you will very, because the understanding means you take a root, okay? The, the word has taken root deep inside you. If very deep, can anybody dig it out? That's why when a person dies, you have to bury six feet, right? <laughs> if you only bury three feet, two feet, right? Anyone can dig up. Has to go very deep. Right? In God's word has to go so deep. That means you understand. All right. With your spirit, you really understand that no one can take that truth away from you anymore. Otherwise, it's one day do, next day don't do. Because you still don't really understand. All right. And it's like gambling in. Uh, Genting Highlands. One day you gamble and then wow, you win. 
Next day you gamble, you lose. <laughs> you don't want to gamble really. <laughs> so tithing and offering is not gambling. All right? It comes from an understanding of God's word, the seed that is taken root. So even whoever say, don't do it, no one, whether it's the devil or your loved one or whoever, yeah, because it had taken root in your heart. The ways of God have taken root just like it took root deep into the hearts of the Jews. To them, nobody, even the Muslims, they are, they are zakat. Nobody can tell them, you know, Jews, you don't need to type that. This is now new covenant. <laughs> they say, sorry, it's already gone deep into my root, generation after generation. And they understand okay, their heritage and why God asked them to do it or tell them to do it, all right? So every, the word of God, the seed need to be, it's not just happy, happy, all right? Understand, all right? And deep-rooted, okay? Then all these problems and persecution will not stop because without seed, what happened? No growth, right? <laughs> the seed that fell among the thorns represent those who hear God's word. But all too quickly, see, all very fast one. Very fast, the devil will come, all right? If we don't do our diligence in watering the seed, okay? Or putting seed. Sometimes you all meditate, confess one time, two times, and then you say, okay, done already. <laughs> then after that, the next six months, no more already. <laughs> Just listen to Pastor Stephanie, don't tell her. <laughs> I stopped meditating already, okay? Whether I know or don't know, it's not the matter. Okay, it's for your own growth, right? your own spiritual growth into the fullness, not just blessings, all right? Blessings plus being used by God. I think that is your destiny part, which your purpose part, which every one of you are here for. All right, to live this life without purpose, without doing at the end of the day God's will, yeah, it's better go straight heaven. <laughs> I think it's really no, not worth living. <laughs> For what? You know, every day eat and then get fat and then next day, you know, oh, and then go toilet and then the next day eat again. I think it's so meaningless. Don't you think so? <laughs> yeah. We eat, we enjoy, but even God say to Adam in the garden, tend this garden. Why? Because and be fruitful and multiply. There is going to be harvest. There is multiplication there's people that he can see the joy of procreation with god yeah procreation all of us were created to be able to also create not like god of course but similar i'll share with you how as we go along yeah and then he see the flowers he plant the seeds he plow the land in the garden and they without sweat without stress okay and then he see the flowers coming up, the fruits coming up. Beautiful. This is what we will miss out if we don't see our destiny or purpose in life. So no fruit is produced. Okay? The seed that fell on good soil. Okay? That's the, the new heart that is soft, pliable, you know, for God willing to learn, to be corrected, to grow that heart. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word. Okay? 
So if people are in a hurry, I just hear for a few minutes and then rush off. How to hear? Even in school, those of you who are teachers, you, you, you confine the students to a room, correct? Not your mothers here, you know, small kids. You have the teacher confine your kids to a room for one hour at least. And then throughout the whole day, right? Your, your teaching session, we all so good, right? Got the quick uh, school or not. <laughs> that means a uh, very fast one. You just go for 10 minutes. <laughs> then you can learn anything. They learn nothing, right? And the, you want teachers that are very firm with your kids, right? Of course, they don't beat up your kids, right? But they are firm, okay? They say, sit down here. This is one hour. Learn, listen, pay attention. If you go, you send your children to a school and you don't have this kind of teachers, <laughs> you will say, let me take them out, go to another school. Why we are so concerned about that type of growth, which is only their mental growth and learning things from this world, is because we think at the end of the day, they can get a certificate and earn some money. You see, I was in the, uh, you all know about this homeschooling thing, right? Uh, today, Christian, that was about 30 years ago, 20 or 30 years ago when this pastor started it. That was the time when Jeremy uh, shifted him to this at age about 13. The, the, the pastor, forgot his name already, right? It was a close friend of ours and he started this homeschooling thing. Today, it's so big throughout Malaysia. I don't know whether he has expanded overseas, right? He started with a few and my son was one of their first pioneer students in his office. Today, very big already. Almost every church has this homeschooling where they emphasize not just on all the other subjects of skill, but also learning of God, you know, about God. And also the teachers are trained to care for them, all right? In their spiritual life as well. Good, no pressure one, <laughs> because they're learning American system. So, but what I see is that when we are concerned for our kids, right, and there are many Christian parents who actually don't just want their children to learn uh, all the geography, history, everything. They have to, okay, if there is there any syllabus, but they're also concerned for their spiritual growth. They are. At that time, 20, 30 years ago, that's how the school started. Because of these parents who realized mostly pastors' kids in the beginning, and then later on, there were more uh, parents who realized that their kids need to be developed in the spiritual, although they didn't teach spirit, soul, and body, but they have Bible, you know, and they have, a, a, what do you call this, a morning devotion together before they start the class, right? So there is a getting awareness among believers, right? Especially when they see their kids going wild, crazy, or whatever, or teachers, right? But we are so selective of the, what our kids are exposed to, to learn also that they can have some income in the future. But remember, what Jesus said what? You may gain the whole world, but without Christ, you lose your soul. All right, your life. Okay, so this is the 
understanding. So when we understand God's ways, God's kingdom, I always remind you all, life here is very temporary. <laughs> okay? So don't dig deep into this world. Yeah? God, when we have God's word, renewing our mind, building our spirit, man, God can do the miracles that he is famous for. He can provide for you and bless you without the help of this world, if you believe it. I'm not talking about uh, advocating laziness and all that, right? But wisdom from the Holy Spirit, okay? The seed that fell on good soil represent those who truly hear and understand. And I believe it's all of you here, okay? God's word and produce a harvest. See, when you have seed put into your spirit, you understand God's word, it will produce because seed will definitely planted in the soil will grow. You seed just in it's still with your fruit, it's still with your rambutan fruit attached there. Can it grow? <laughs> Rambalo, after we eat the mango that you serve us, then there's a seed there, right? So we leave it on the table. And then, will it grow into a plant? No, right? So you have to take that seed, put into the soil, water it for sunshine, take care of it, nurture it, that only can grow, right? So the word of God is everywhere. <laughs> okay? But if it's not planted in your heart, nothing will grow. You can say, okay, I got here God's word, you know, like the, the other two, right? Just here and then forget about it. It won't. But when it's planted in the soil, deep rooted, it will grow, it will produce harvest. Okay? A hundred times, 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. So they saw the garden there, the garden of our heart, right? There must be a well, there must be water, there must be sunshine. In 2 Corinthians 3 5, Paul said, I planted the seed in your hearts. All right? Paul always talked about. You read the whole New Testament, actually Old Testament also God. The spirit man is always, spirit part is always emphasized. Right? I planted the seed in your heart and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. Okay? So you receive the word, you need to water. All right? Receive or plant the seed. Okay? And then you're just born again, for example. So now put the seed in your heart. For you to make the right conclusions about life, every aspect of life is covered in the Bible. You don't need to actually learn a lot of things from that. that you know, there's no other way to learn science except from school. All the science scientists get their knowledge from where? At the end, they discover, yeah, it's from the Bible. After many, many years, they go and research in just one sentence the Bible or God already tell us <laughs> what they discovered. <laughs> because God is the one who created. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit who knows a few things. All things. All includes all. Okay? I'm not saying you don't go and learn. All right? But be wise. All right? Put the priority where it is. Where you know the Holy Spirit can know all things. Okay? All things as you need them. No need to, you know, know a lot about uh, DIY, right? 
DIY, we can go to Robolo or if emergency at home, like, you know, God told me to use the five sign coin. Where it really emergency, I cannot uh, call Robolo to come, right? <laughs> so sometimes it, certain things, you know, happen on the spot. Don't panic. You got Holy Spirit. He will help you. That's why I get to know Holy Spirit. Okay? Get to know God's word, God's ways. He knows all things. Teach your children how to communicate with Holy Spirit. All right? Some of your, your kids now in Smart Jewels know already, right? Uh, who is that? Evelyn goes, uh, a daughter, uh, Kate, and then Mary and uh, Nicholas. All of you, they connected to Holy Spirit already. Kate can know she is a spirit man. <laughs> She's spirit. You know, and Holy Spirit speak to the dead. Yeah. From so young, they know Holy Spirit. He introduced the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that, I think last week Evelyn shared about baptism of the Holy Spirit, even for herself and kids. Why is it so important? Without Holy Spirit, we are like, not really not complete. <laughs> okay. I planted the seed in your hearts, Paulus watered it, and it was God who made it grow. Right? Still need God, the word, the covenant. A good person, so Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A good person produces good fruits from the treasury of a good heart. Or, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of evil heart. Okay, so with the seed, it's like a treasury. Spiritual treasury. You like to go to the treasury, right? <laughs> Either uh, in a museum or if you can go to the government where the mint where God where they produce all the money. Interesting, right? <laughs> what are so much money there? So much gold. Treasury is a place of treasure. Is your heart, your spiritual heart, filled or garden filled with treasure, precious seed? Some say what those who go reaping, carrying precious seed will reap. Will reap, will harvest. Do you see God's word as precious, as a treasury? That in the treasure, you can take up when you need $100, you can take up from your treasury, right? Today, treasury is like a, in the natural your savings account, your, your bank account, or whatever. Some people under the bed, right? In a box. So that treasury, it's now, God says, it's our heart. The good heart is the righteous heart, the new heart that God gave. So if you don't plant any seed inside, which is God's word, that's the good seed, then your treasury is full or empty? <laughs> empty. Imagine you have a heart as a treasury and you don't put any treasure inside. <laughs> it's like you have a what do you call it? The, the, the box that you keep money at home. One. A lot, and you know, nowadays they make a lot. I forgot what's the name, right? Many very heavy one, right? So you buy one, <laughs> and then there's no money inside. There's no gold inside. Nothing valuable inside. But you buy that one cost maybe how many thousand? You go in the house. So when the thief comes, they talk about a lot of things inside. <laughs> They carry the whole thing. Empty one, laugh, laugh. <laughs> okay, so our heart, God says, it's like a treasury. Fill in with treasure. And what is treasure? God's word. All right, that's the most precious because 
can last forever one. If you put a lot of money inside your treasure box, after 10 years, 20 years, the money paper also disappeared. <laughs> Maybe cannot use anymore. And then you got all those coins, you kept years and years, didn't spend, already displaced, you know. And worst of all, at the end times, right? The word of God say what? Cash, no more money, 666, right? So whatever is from this earth, it's not lasting. You may consider it treasure. Even in the now uh, bank account, right? Click, click, click. One day, all the click gone off. <laughs> then happened. So anyway, my money all go. Put it in God's hand. It will never go anywhere. It's eternal. Right? On this earth, people commit suicide, you know, when their physical treasures no more. We don't need to commit suicide <laughs> because we have, whether physical appear or not appear, we have the everlasting God who promised, you have the promise or not, you have God's promise, that's your treasure, that he says he will take care of you to your, to how old? Forever, your old age, how long, how long you want to live. If you don't have that promise, that promise is a treasure. You only have the 10,000. <laughs> 10,000 no more, that's all. But you have the promise of God that God will never fail. He will keep that promise. You don't have 10,000, you still have God say, I will take care of you. Which one you prefer? <laughs> Your choice. All right. I prefer God. Yeah. Because He can do, make the invisible from the invisible realm to the visible realm. Whereas what you have in the natural today can be there, tomorrow maybe not there. So decide what you want to put in the treasury of your heart. If you have God's word there, God's promises, God's ways, what happened? You will produce. All right. Definitely produce. All right. Evil produce evil. Good produce good. Eternal things. What you say flows from what is in your heart. This is this version NLT. All right. Or in the King James, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. So what you say come out from what's inside this heart. The treasury. So if this treasury has no, don't have much of God's word or God's ways, which God's words is God's ways, then what you speak, nothing much. But you have, it flows from the heart. That's why whoever thinketh from his heart, so is he. Right? So we speak, it has to come out from this heart. If you speak from the mind, it's very empty one. Okay? So, it will flow from the heart. So, if the heart got nothing much, nothing much come out. Why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? This is Jesus talking, right? I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, Jesus talking, listens to my teaching, and then follow it. Okay, so listen and then follow. Listen and then act upon God's word, right? That is how it works. Very simple. We've gone through whole many sessions of faith. It's always hearing God's word and then doing. Hearing God's word and then doing. So just now, 
the parable of the, uh, the farmer and the planting seed, just saying how you hear. If you hear properly, understand it, then you will produce the fruit. Okay, so Jesus said, if you listen to my teaching and follow it, I'll tell you what it's like. You want to know what it's like? Anyone knows what it's like? The second part of this, the following part. What is it like? If you follow, you listen to God's word properly, like from the parable, right? With good soil, put it inside, deep rooted. What is it like? And then you obey the word, you follow the word, do God's word, do, do according. What is it like, anyone? <laughs> no one knows. You all went to Sunday school before, right? It's like a person who built a house, who dig deep and lay the foundation on solid rock. Where's the Sunday school song? <laughs> build your house upon the set. <laughs> build the house upon the rock, it will fall flat. Right? A person who hears God's word properly, Jesus' word, right? promises or instructions right, in different areas, is, and then obey. Deep-rooted, so problems cannot take it away or a persecution or what, nothing, or even the cares of the world. He's like a person who is building a house. We are that spiritual house, right? Who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid ground. What are we calling this series? Foundation. The foundation, right? Okay, uh, Adeline helped us to do it. Elsa record and then she put them put properly nicely. The foundation courses. Okay, they do so hard to put it into uh, nicely. Are uh, you all listening again? <laughs> yeah, use it. Okay, to make sure your foundation because any building is like there, right? The foundation is not strong very easily for who is the solid rock jesus right jesus is not just the person of jesus his word his word that will never pass away okay of course it's plus him but his word his living word okay that is like a rock cannot be shaken right there is foundation in your life. You can see whether a Christian got foundation or don't have foundation, right? Today happy, tomorrow not. Today this one like no, like a yo-yo like that wave. But when your foundation is strong, when the wind blows or whatever hurricane comes, that house stands strong. When the flood waters rise and break against that house, it stands firm. Whether it got persecution or got problem or in the five senses, all the persecution, the problems, and all that come from where the physical realm. You haven't come to the place where you're fighting the devil yet. <laughs> where the devils appear to you with horns yet. If you appear to you with horns, are all run away worse. It just attacked in the, you know, the, the circumstances, just in the natural realm only. And then give up already. What if every day you meet the devil? Normally, you only appear to those who are really ongoing preaching, advancing the kingdom of God, right? But 
The rest, everyone is mostly just facing problems in the five senses realm, in the physical realm, temptations in the physical realm. All right. And then it's like a water rise with it, <laughs> whether it's in the office or whatever. Yeah. But remember, spirit, building spirit man, Prepata, is to give you the victory. Right, some of you are experiencing more and more victory. I like what uh, Evening Go said, right? She even experienced time freedom <laughs> in Christ, where Christ multiplied the time. It's a supernatural experience. Okay, but we keep growing, overcoming all the stress of the world through the word. All right, the foundation being built, then you will stand firm because it's well built. We are not shake. Okay, uh, this month, next month, let's think, you know, example. This month, I test and see, you know, how I feel. If I see the pain no more, if I see, if I see. So all our decision making is still based on what happens in the five senses, in the physical realm that we can see, we can hear. But when it's rooted in the foundation, it's strong, the wind, the half lies of the, the, the devil, or persecution around, or whatever situation, nothing, right? A thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand. Are you able to say, it will not come near me? That is God's word. Or you only go to Psalms 91 during COVID. <laughs> Very strong that time. Now COVID, okay, they forgot about Psalms 91 has it Psalms 91? Has it gone deeply rooted? There's so much there in Psalms 91, not only when COVID comes. Then you take out the word of God and start to read. No, the word of God needs to be inside you. That foundation of who Jesus is, our God, who you are, need to be keep on putting inside your heart, your spirit. Because in this world, Jesus said there will be tribulation. There will be, Jesus said already, and there will be persecution. We align to ourselves, we will say there is not. If you're never persecuted for your faith, it means, right, Smith will just say what, you're not <laughs> worthy to, to persecute you. <laughs> right? But if you are persecuted, it means the devil is scared of you. Why you got like so many things, you know? or people talking bad about you and all that. Of course, not your own foolishness, right? You don't go and irritate the dog and then you say the dog uh, bite me, okay? But you're just, you know, sharing God and you're living the life of God and then people get jealous, you know, and all that, okay? It will happen, okay? Remember, uh, don't go uh, disturb a sleeping dog. <laughs> Them. Right then, if you got persecuted, don't come to me. Eh? Okay, that's your own fault. <laughs> right? Only if you are preaching the gospel, all right, and actively sharing Jesus in a wise way, then persecution will come. Okay. <clears throat> if anyone who hears and doesn't obey, ah, then what is it like? So Jesus tell you very clearly, tell his disciples, which is all of us, very clearly. If we just listen. And we obey, we will be like this house that is on a rock built up. When the wind comes, it will not be shaken. It will not fall into pieces. But if you hear and don't obey or don't act, 
another understanding of faith, right? It's like a person who built a house right on the ground without a foundation. And when the flood sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. Many people don't like building foundation, right? <laughs> it's very, nothing to see, very boring one. They like to see the external, very beautiful, your building, right? If you own a house, right? You have to start. Is it today you buy the house, tomorrow you can see it. <laughs> your condominium come up, right? It takes some time, right, in the natural for the developer to build the foundation and the deeper they dig, it's the better for you, right? <laughs> because after earthquake comes, your house no more already. But the, you say good developer is one who built proper foundation. Yeah, outside can change one, you can renovate or whatever. But the foundation that is already built, you cannot dig already. After the house built already, you cannot go back and say, I, I, I want to check on the foundation. Nobody check on the foundation, right? But if the foundation, right, is don't have strong foundation, very dangerous <laughs> to live in that house. Anytime can collapse, right? And we have seen that happen once a while, even in our own country. They Ampang many years ago, drop. Okay, so spirit, our spiritual life, it's the same, right? Jesus said, the only way your building can collapse, collapse is, you know, one day you say, I don't want to know God. I don't want God anymore. It's too many problems, too many persecutions. And I can't take it anymore or whatever. You know, you begin to break into pieces. I don't want to learn anymore. That is the collapse, right? Not, not saying that you will fall sick or what. Okay, but your inside, give up easily give up okay this is that is the, the flood sweep against the house it collapsed into ruins sometimes you see believers go commit suicide why the foundation is not built properly right all these are the foundation right that uh adeline have been compiling all right elsa record and your help foundation could help you to be strong where the foundation is built where in your mind in your heart in your spirit man okay so that your spirit man in times of whatever problem or situation will be the voice the loudest the strongest clearest and you can make that conclusion and that decision from your spirit man that has been developed and building up from the seed of God's word, you've been watering it. Here, need to obey. Eh? <laughs> as long as we don't obey, it is just up there. Okay? Once you obey the word, you follow that word, not out of law, right? You understand what is law and grace by now. I think most of you here, right? Should be able to understand at least uh, 50% of law and grace. Okay? Then, your obedience to God. So under grace, there is also obedience. But it's obedience from love. It's obedience from your own choice now. You can choose not to. All right? Like for example, you can choose. You don't want to also can. You won't be cursed. All right? But it's your choice. Your free choice of loving Jesus. You don't want to serve God also, okay. 
<laughs> still go heaven. <laughs> All right. And the grace of God is still there. All right. But free choice. All right. As Adam gave us, given the free choice, so are we in the new creation. But now it is our choice to want to grow, to want to serve God, right? Like for Evelyn Go, to really reach out to souls around the world. Not by your own ability, God's building the foundation in you. You will grow, you will shine, right? You will reach out, okay? So everyone here, your free choice, whether to obey or not. But when you obey God in the new covenant, Right, you, he, I love him because he first loved me, understanding that properly, then we will have the house that is standing firm. The spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplished nothing. And the very words that I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. You have to get this until it is, meditate until this scripture becomes real. Very, very real, like a deep-rooted <clears throat> because our five senses will come and tell us life is the, the, the food that we eat. <laughs> life is the money that we have. Life is the, all, all the physical realm. Still haven't get out of it. I'm not saying those things are not important, right? But life is according to Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is his word. Yeah. So you see, that's why God need to take 40 years to get Egypt out of Mo Moses. <laughs> it's so hard to get the, the system of the world, the belief system of the world, outside a human being, outside a child of God, a person who has many years of all these things stuck there. So that when you hear God's word, it is like mental ascent. Okay, your words are spirit and life. Don't understand it. That's why the parable comes in. Right? If you don't understand it, the devil comes and takes it away. Why we don't keep on putting God's word, meditate and confess, even I tell you 1,000 times, it's still not yet do properly. <laughs> not to condemn you. Because we still don't get it. We don't understand how important is God's word. It's spirit and it's life. So meaning, if we don't have God's word inside the treasury of our heart, we don't have the life that God intended. You understand? We have the life that we think from this world is life. As long as you got three meals, as long as we have enough money to feed us and feed our children, get a house or to live, that is life already. Or build a lot of money that is better life. No. God, Jesus, God, the kingdom of God, right? Why we are born again, okay? It's when he said, my very words that I speak to you are life. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah? So when you see that, it's like David. He wrote the whole Psalms. Psalms 119. I don't know, plenty of verses there. A lot. Telling he, how he... Love the word of God. How God's word to him is like honey. <laughs> right? We all say honey is the one that we buy. That one very nice. <laughs> God's word, Ayah. <laughs> Haven't seen it yet. You know? A lot in the Bible talks about seed. Behold, 
Behold, lo, behold. That means look. That which part look? We're still using our natural eyes to look at natural things and decide and conclude from the natural, from the physical, from the five senses. God said, you're all, remember, spirit of body means that your spirit is the lamb of the Lord. And if the, the lamb is the one that gives light to the other parts of the body. Revelation is so very important. Seeing from your spirit and not overcoming and not only from your five senses. It's what life is all about. Spiritual life, God's life, Zoe life, abundant life. That's what belongs to us. Yeah, We were meant to flourish. Without nourishment, how to flourish, right? So, fit, okay? You were meant to. So, no more the mindset of the world. Slowly, as we build the spirit man, get the mind of Christ. Renew this mind. What is spirit? What is life? It's defined by God's word. No, let no one else define for you. Let no one else define life for you. It's your life. Why do we let the world define for you what life is about? When who died for you that you may have life? Jesus Christ. Did they die for you? Your teachers or whoever outside there? And then they tell you what life is about. The one who died for you to give you eternal life. Our creator of life is the only one who can define what my life is supposed to be. His word is life. Amen? Okay, finish. <laughs> That's what the scripture means when it says, I have made you the father of many nations, Romans 4, 17. He is our example and father, Abraham, right? For he believed that God can raise the dead and call into being things that don't even exist yet. God is creator. Inside his treasury, right? He already can see, create. How he create, I always go a bit, okay? But I think nowadays I have to repeat more and more. Call into being things that don't even exist yet. So that's how God created, right? The word, the the earth, the world. He spoke, let there be light, and there was light. So remember, creator, and we are created in his image. So in this world, wait, wait, let me go for another, this explain this one first. Okay, call into being means to create or to speak. In the amplified version, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. If he was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead. Okay? God is the one who gives life. Not just your parents. Honor them, right? But the real life is from God. Why each one of you are born again? Treasure that life that he gave you in Christ. And speaks, we were all dead. Dead in what? You say, I didn't die. Ah. <laughs> I'm alive. You know, when you preach this or you share this to people, you think it's easy to understand? Most people will say, okay, amen. But I don't feel dead because the interpretation of dead is a person in the coffin. So when they're still alive, they're still talking, 
That's the physical realm. They cannot see spiritual dead. All right? And it's really God's grace if you open your eyes to be able to see you're spiritually, you were spiritually dead. And he gave you this life. That's why if when you see people out there, how you define them, right? They're, they're so rich. They've got everything. They're somehow very generous, very kind, everything. Do you think they're having a life? In God's, the one who created man, they are dead. They are dead. The one who has no money, nothing, but has Jesus Christ, it's alive, has got life, is rich in Christ. When we have, we have this understanding of these powerful words, okay, your whole, whole being will change. How you see things will change. This God's words, the meaning, once you get it, understand it. That's why I said, Jesus said what? Need to, the parable, need to understand. Who gives life to the dead. We were dead and now we are alive. Why am I so grateful to God? Because I know I was dead. At 10 years old, 12 years old, I don't really fully understand everything. I haven't read the Bible yet. But no, I'm dead. When the gospel preached, I said, I need Jesus. Somehow this, this five senses realm, this body, this physical realm, this life supposedly can breathe, can eat, can drink, is meaningless, dead, until Jesus come in. He give life to the dead. If you don't see people outside there as dead spiritually, the teaching of spiritual and body, Genesis 2.17, you all can quote already. But why? Don't go out and share gospel or share to someone Jesus. You still see them as alive, ma. <laughs> you see them walking around while they eat more than you, they drive car bigger than you, they have house bigger than you. And you say, oh, they are very happy, they are very full of life. They're dead. In God's eyes, they are dead, spiritually dead. And speak of the non-existent things, so there is a power that's given to us from the Holy Spirit when you're born again to be able to speak. So if you understand first spiritual life, all right, spirit life or your spirit man, then there's one thing that is very powerful. From the spirit, so we're not just talking about, oh, build your spirit, build your spirit. Why build this spirit? Why feed this spirit man? Why so important, this heart, hidden man of the heart? That needs to be nourished because it can speak. Your spirit man can speak. Okay, remember out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. What the mouth speak flows from the heart. What is inside the heart is the treasury, and what are seeds that we plant in is whether if it's God's word or man's word or whoever's word. Then, if it is man's word, it will not. Bring forth life. Because only God's word, Jesus' word, is spirit and life. So if you have the, uh, your treasury is filled with Jesus' words, God's word, then you will speak forth God's word and then you can what create life. Why we cannot create life? Create life means what? Change your situation. If there's sickness in your body, then you can speak what? Life to your body. If there's 
lack. Okay, you can speak life to that situation. If there is fear, you can speak life to the fear, to the worries or the concerns of this life. Jesus talked about different kind of life, true life, the life on this earth, which is actually dead. The one come from him is the true life from your spirit. So we can speak according to what we have deposited inside our spirit. Now, Proverbs 25, 11. You see, in this world, we go study, all right, and we gain knowledge for the mind. A person who has a lot of knowledge will be able to keep conversation. People like to hear from them, right? So that's why I say go to school. You don't go to school. <laughs> what you always talk is only about that few things. But a person who is very knowledgeable in the world can talk about science, can talk about all kinds of things, right? And therefore you say this person, wow, you know, you want to be in their presence because they're very knowledgeable. People enjoy, right? Person who doesn't go to school or what, in that area, they so-called lack. They have no enough knowledge. Okay, so, but that is still the world knowledge and the world recognition. Why we are attracted to all these so-called successful people. They're very knowledgeable. And I'm not saying you don't, you end up know nothing. <laughs> okay, right? But let the Holy Spirit lead you. But the first, in our Foundation 01, I mentioned something very important. I don't know how many of you catch it. Okay, if you are a man or woman of, of God, what should you specialize in? The word of God. <laughs> okay. How can you be a man of God don't know God's word? Right? The scientists know their science, the knowledge of science. The teacher, all right, the Chengnan teach Mandarin, she has to know Mandarin. Okay, I'm going to be a teacher of Mandarin. Can't even speak one word Mandarin. All right. So, a man or woman, aren't you all men and women of God? Don't need to be have you given you the word, the name pastor, then only become a man of God. Right? The, man, the moment you receive Jesus, each person already is a child and you grow up to be a son or a man or woman of God woman and man because we separate by gender otherwise each one is a representative of god so if you are created by god born again what do you specialize in the word of god that is your knowledge revelation knowledge right that the world whatever you study you want to be that specialist why not? You can be Adeline. You can be a specialist woman of God if you know God's word in your heart. Yeah, and you speak God's word, you will be able to create 
A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. <laughs> when the Holy Spirit showed me this verse, I, first, I don't quite understand. Right? It's not easy to understand all the problems. <laughs> really need Holy Spirit. Yeah, and I asked him, okay, help me to understand this. What does it mean? A word fitly spoken is like apples. Generally, we roughly can know it through some other translation. But what does it mean really? At first, pictures of silver. Okay, the word fitly, we're talking about words. All right, and words, Jesus said what? My words are? Just now only. <laughs> Just only a few minutes ago. My words are? I Okay, spirit and life, right? That's why it is meant for your spirit man first. Life, every area, okay? From your spirit, the real life, then it will move to your body, your soul, and your body. So, God's word, all right? Fitly spoken. First, what is the meaning of the word fitly? Okay, so God's word, all right? Or even any word, but let's put it to God's word. All right. Spoken upon his views in Hebrew. If his word is fit, it's like a wheel. Then it will say what, what, what it's like. Okay. The word first go, go a bit by bit. I, I trust I'm very blessed by this, and I hope that you can understand this. Okay. The word means daba, all right, a word or a matter. So it can be uh you know, the whole passage, a message, right? A matter <clears throat> that is of a thing. Okay, so God's word on money, God's word on health, God's word speaking about our, our life, different aspects, right? Uh, wisdom, Proverbs, a lot, right? Relating to people, uh, healing, uh, salvation, what else? Uh, condemnation, guilt, righteousness. Okay, on any matter, Counsel, okay, <clears throat> speaking, a saying, utterance, something that you say out from your mouth. The word can be even like a business matter, occupation, X matter, anything that is spoken, word, right? We communicate with words, right? How you communicate sign language. <laughs> You don't speak to each other or not? Okay, all right. So we communicate every day. You talk to your spouse, your children, your parents using words. So person who cannot speak, that's why it's demonic one. Jesus said, the mute and the dumb. The devil just, you know, is there. It's a spirit of a dumb and dead. So once you have no words, okay, but thank God, you know, you still had two sign language, is communicating. How did God tell us, or rather, how do we know God loves us? First, there's a demonstration, and then we learn from the word. All right? We hear. How do you know your husband loves you or your wife loves you? All right? By demonstration later, but beginning, they have to tell you also. Okay, so words express expression, all right? Words express what is in the heart of the person, the matter. Fitly is the 
but build or to revolve. All right. So it's like when you speak a word and to a situation, a circumstance, a will, it will move. The will moves. Spoken, okay. Later I will summarize everything. Speak, declare, promise. From a promise, okay. So you need to speak, declare. That's why meditation, confession involves speaking, okay. <clears throat> Once God's word is spoken, imagine how did God create? God has to speak, right? It's not that He just sit down there and then. Then the world came into being. No, he spoke. Okay, out of his heart, abundance. The promise to arrange. So the spoken, when you speak, there is an arrangement happening in the word. It's like, you know, creating, creation. Okay, when you have something and then you speak it, it starts to arrange. The Holy Spirit starts to put the proper place. Okay? If you are speaking, depends on what you're speaking. When uh, God said, let there be light, then the Holy Spirit went and arranged the whole universe properly for the light to come in. This one I put it so that if you are taking a picture, you can study more. Apple. Okay, so if we speak God's word or the word, a word spoken fitly to a situation, circumstance, a condition, it's like a wheel that is going to move. Words are active. They move you. Right? If someone says something to you, they move you either to tears <laughs> or to anger or to hurt and pain. They move you. There's no word that is like, uh, has no meaning one. Unless you're speaking really nonsense. All right. So, but most words God, are like, you know, active, moving, like a wheel like that. God, no. you will move your emotion to this direction, that direction. So, when it is fitly spoken, like a wheel, then it is like an apple set on silver. Okay, this apple means what? It's a fragrance of an apple, a fruit of a tree. So a word can give forth a fragrance, a fruit. So other people, like a will, they will respond to that word. If it is a word of love, they feel love. If it's a nasty word, they will feel anger. They will feel hurt. They feel pain. I didn't use a knife and cut the person, right? But the person said, I'm so pain. <laughs> I feel so hurt. Where? In the soul area, right? Not in the physical body. That one you have to use physical knife to cut. Okay? So you can feel, you know, smell the love, right? The, 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 of the the words that are spoken. The fruit is something that you can eat. So words are alive, right? Jesus said they're alive, they can move. You just use the right word, 
can move mountain. That's what Jesus said. Right? Speak to the mountain and it will move and be cast into the sea. So from the spiritual realm, because God's words are spirit and life, the invisible moving the visible. See, words are so important, right? <laughs> so if you're using the spirit words, God's word, you can move situation, move the natural realm, whether it's area of lack. So like, for example, so the watering order is like speaking over your seat. You have already tied your offer. Then don't speak. I don't have enough. <laughs> don't speak over the seat, like killing the seat like that, you know. Or, you know, say, no. There are those words that I give you, you know, the verses and all that. Begin to speak. I will prosper. God, open the windows of heaven and prosper me. Daily, speak to your seat inside the let it grow. When you speak it out, first to feed your soul, your spirit, then one day you'll be speaking over the situation. And then you'll be calling the things that don't exist as though they were. Hi, hello, every one of you. God has made you as like in his image. He can create and so can you. If you are speaking his words, but before you can speak, you have to put inside <laughs> the treasury empty, but nothing to speak, right? So you speak from Egypt, nothing will happen. The natural things will happen from the world. You speak from heaven, from the supernatural realm, which is God's word, spirit and life, then you will have spiritual miracles, spiritual healing, spiritual health, or divine, divine blessing. Provided what is in your heart, you have treasure inside. Okay, so it will produce fruit that can be smelled. <clears throat> that is fruit of the tree, like the apple. Apple can eat, I think Marianne likes apple, right? <laughs> Her favorite fruit. Yeah, it's like apple. What is like apple? A word fitly spoken. All right, <clears throat> it's a wheel, you can move. <clears throat> but this apple is made of gold. Okay, the natural apple that you eat is the red color <laughs> or green. This apple is gold. It's like apples of gold. Okay, so gold means what? Brilliance. The weight, y'all sing the song, let the weight of your glory cardboard, right? When God's glory comes, it's heavy. That's why you fall down, all right? It's called slain in the spirit. Why people fall down? You'll experience that. It's the glory, okay? The presence of God, the tangible presence of God. The uh, of brilliance and splendor to shimmer, right? So gold represents, Generally, gold represents the divine nature of God. Yeah? The divine nature of God. That means God's presence, his nature. Who he is, the glory, the splendor, to shimmer. Right? It means to shimmer, gold. So when God's presence is there, we are all very bright. <laughs> okay? It's just that you cannot see it in the physical realm. It's not meant to be, you know, it will flow out. Okay, but 
the angels are there, the glory of God, the presence of God. In the tabernacle, right, that is where, in the Holy of Holies, that everything is dark in the tabernacle in the, uh, in the Old Testament. Tabernacle or the tent, right? But God wants presence to be there. He only can come into the Holy of Holies. So there you will see the glory, the, the, the presence, the light, the gold color come up. Okay, heaven made most, what is the main color there? <laughs> gold, yeah, streets of gold, even in the natural, right? And you see Jesus is as bright as the noon sun, shining, gold color, very golden, all right? So there's a weight, there's a brilliance, there's a splendor, there's a glory, gold something, gold colored, like yellow, even oil. Is yellowish, golden. Okay? The anointing already represented in the natural, the color of God is gold. So it is words, okay? Words fitly spoken. At the right time also, it means, okay? And become like a wheel. So if you have the right word of God. What will happen? This word of God is super powerful. Okay? It will move like a wheel. Alright? The way God wants it to move. So if you are speaking to someone for healing and speaking God's word, believing it from the treasury of your heart, it will move. The Holy Spirit will move and then healing takes place. Or you're speaking comfort and love. God's words saying that the Holy Spirit will help, you know, comfort you at this time. He will give you peace. Then the, the, the word of that word will move and bring, manifest the peace of God to that person that you're speaking to. And then it's like apples. So what is that? Becomes, that word becomes, God's word or that word becomes God's presence there manifested now in the natural realm. What you, what you speak will manifest like splendor as if God is there. Right? That's why you say, do you feel anything? Yeah, feel the peace of God. Feel the love of God. And then you, you feel what? You feel you're healed. That's how people get healed. Right? You feel the weight of glory. It manifests into your physical body. As pictures. Pictures of silver. Pictures is in the imagination. Picture means, right, image, images, right? Pictures. In your imagination. So when we speak word, it will come pictures in people's lives, hearts, minds, as they receive their soil. So, the one who create is the one who can speak to create the pictures. Today, Hollywood create the pictures for people. And the people just sit down there and watch. <laughs> they receive that which is sort of created by them. The producer, right? 
write the script and then produce the pictures or film and the, the majority of the world just sit down there and just watch. Look at who you are. You were meant to be so powerful, created in God's image to be able to create. With what? God's word. So can you see, if you don't have God's word, you are just the recipient only. When God actually made us all to be rulers, you can say, oh, I'm a king, I'm a princess, I'm a prince. For what? If you cannot create, if you cannot do anything, you are just there receiving. And then sometimes receive, sometimes don't receive, ready for God what you got. So, <laughs> right? But this is what you are meant to be. That's how God created you. How God created Adam and how you got created as a, what you're called, new creation. Okay? First, in your spirit, that is the new creation. Not your soul. They want old. Old soul. <laughs> okay? The body is the old one. Okay, always just the five senses only know how to decide the, all everything from the surrounding. What is new is the new spirit man. Why is it new? This spirit man is made in the image of God, can create. But how to create? You need tools to create. The word of God is the tools. All the ingredients needed for you to create. So you choose. You will just want to be the one subscribe to Netflix and watch the movie, <laughs> or you want to be the one who can produce and create the movie. And we have the power inside us. From where? From the word. Okay, first you need to have a new spirit. Now. Then fill that treasury of your heart or your spirit to grow with God's word. From there, you begin to become a producer. <laughs> you want to do filming now? <laughs> okay. A producer. Oh, you just the end one paying to Netflix every month. I'm not saying you cannot huh? <laughs> subscribe. But why miss out what God intended the new creation to be? To just be an observer, a bystander? in the crowd of thousands of people, or you will be the disciples, the men and women of God who can speak God's word and start to create. You know, the world said, you know, if you're successful, you can create your own life. What kind of life? Dead life without Christ. But the real creation of life is given to ability to create not exactly like God, because there's only one creator, right? But be able to speak things that don't exist. That means like manifesting from the, the invisible realm to the visible realm. It's given to who? To you. The new creation in Christ. And we are just following the movies. Okay? You, every one of you, Venice, Sarah, uh, Go Evelyn family, go go family, Evelyn, Adeline, and uh, Magdalene. Yeah, who else? Piara, uh, Catherine, Shenglan, uh, Robert, Joan, Daphne. You're all just meant to be observed, see the, see the show on the YouTube. <laughs> no, 
you are made in the image of God. Everyone has the capacity to create, to bring life to other people, to bring manifestation from the spiritual realm into the physical. But if you don't have God's word, don't know what anything much about, don't understand your tripartite being, don't understand why God created you, don't understand what is inside you, don't understand who God is. Yeah, the parable of the sower, right? Don't plant right seed, nothing from the treasure, but then how to create? You just miss the miss the wonderful destiny that God has for every new creation in Christ. You just follow the crowd. How many of you want to follow the crowd <laughs> for the rest of your life? Right? You can begin to do what God did by first feeding your spirit man. Because it is your spirit man that could, even the world, they tap on the spirit man, even though it's dead, it's still more powerful, right? To invent things, to create, right? You, but if you have a, already the new spirit man, even what more you can do, can bring healing to your body, speak healing, speak uh, what, finances, all right? For what? for God's kingdom, all right? Remember Jesus, not only speak, not only listen, obey. Yeah, begin to have his word, begin to follow, obey God's word. And you will find yourself what Abraham did, right? Where he was able to call things that are not as though they were in the world till it manifests. But those who are who, who, who uh, have some kind of uh, ability, right? They speak first. They imagine and then they speak. And then they do of their own effort. Can still work, but their souls are still lost. Uh, okay? And they're still stressed. But we have the non-stressed one, which is born again, new spirit, new heart. All our part, your part, is just do what God's word say. Put his word every day, day and night until it goes deep into your spirit. Meditate. Meditate. Don't just follow somebody tell you, do that's all. On your own, eat. Let your spirit man eat. And then together with the new conscience, you will be able to make decisions, make conclusions powerful from God's word. What does God want to do? God wants to heal. God wants to deliver. God wants to bless. God wants to save. Through who? You. All of you have the ability, the power, and the Holy Spirit came. So the pictures, so when we have a word spoken, right, it will be, it will come out, and then there will be a picture form. Okay? An image in the imagination on set on pictures of silver. Okay, what is silver? Silver also represents a few things, right? Redemption, okay? That means it's nothing to do with us, okay? Again and again, Jesus is the only way. Redemption means, anybody knows as redemption? <laughs> okay, right? Jesus, is the one who died for you 
forgive your sins, redeem you from your sins, and set you free from sin, sickness, poverty, and so forth. Our redemption, that means you bought back, buy back, you know, you go and redeem, uh, uh, whether it's a coupon or jewelry or whatever, you redeem, that means brought back. Okay, we were bought back to God. Right? We were lost, and then Jesus buy us back. Each one, you have a value there. What is the price of your redemption? Huh? Blood of Christ. Yes, the blood of Jesus, right? And but Judas paid 30 pieces of silver, or rather, he was paid. 30 pieces of silver. So silver represent redemption and also represent money. Okay? 30 pieces of silver. They were, he was given to betray Jesus. So either it is we, we come into the redemption of Christ or we end up the other way. It is money. Silver means money. All right? As a metal ornament, color, money, the price of uh, the, the silver. So put it together. Put it together, right? You've heard the different explanation from the uh, Hebrew, right? A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in setting of silver. So God's word that you speak, all right, at the proper time or by the Holy Spirit, all right, led by him from his word, it's like a will. So it must be spoken. Okay, it's not God's word hidden in your heart. <laughs> okay, spoken, okay, spoken. All right, then it becomes like apple. But is this apple is not the, the one that we eat, the, the fruit. It's apple of silver. It's made of silver. That means it's life. It's God's abundant life, right? God's divine nature life. God's kind of life. That's what we were given. God's kind of life. In settings of silver. Now, this life will be manifested into the natural. Silver. Redemption, right? Because Jesus is the one who bought us. And it can also manifest in money form in natural ways, in the physical area. Bringing that which is from the hidden realm, or, or sorry, the spiritual realm into the natural realm. Can I understand? So we say, why nothing happened? <laughs> Or it's just building the spiritual life only. If you really build properly the spirit, your spirit, it will manifest. Because it's God's divine nature set in silver, set in our redemption, human lives, our lives. Okay? Divine life now go into human life. Redemption. Gold and silver. Okay? Our lives represent we are, we are no, no worth except because Jesus redeemed us. So silver has got a value, right? But not as valuable as gold. <laughs> but silver and gold come together. 
That's why, uh, what, what did the, in the natural, what did Peter say? Silver and gold have I none. <laughs> Such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk of Nazareth. In terms of value, okay, of silver and gold in this world, we don't have. But we have what is more powerful and precious than money of this world, than the goal of this world, which is the word of God. Right? If we have God's word and we obey God's word, follow his word, it is like, as we speak it out, the view is like apples. People can eat, can taste, can smell, right? All the spices, right? Smell. The fragrance. Fragrance of what? Fragrance of Christ in their lives as they have been redeemed by Jesus. So if you want this to happen, it has to be start from a word. The word. To have this whole process of God's divine nature all right, coming into our human bodies our human lives that are redeemed. We need to understand redemption. Nothing of ourselves is of any value. Anything that we have done good in this world has zero value. Okay? But if done in Christ, following his word, obeying his word, that is what is valuable. Mixed together with the life of God, the gold. All right? It becomes fragrance. Fragrance of life in Corinthians. Right? Paul says, your life, you will become a fragrance, an odor, smell of life to the world. But where does it all start? From the heart. The word of God that you put inside your heart. Why you plant good seeds in your heart, God's word in your heart. If you want this result in your life and not just be an empty treasury or of one who <clears throat> just sit and observe everything. But you are the one who also procreate. <clears throat> right? Why God didn't straight away build plenty, 1,000 of uh, million people? Why he only created Adam and Eve? And then asked them to be fruitful and multiply. God wanted them to enjoy and experience procreation with him why the new creation if you are not creating anything <laughs> then you're called new creation for what <laughs> display your needs you know your new creation has the power and ability to create right remember romans just now i showed you the verse right abraham believed god and it was the one who called things that are not as though they were if God can do that, we can do that, provided we have God's word. Yes, Robert Lowe? Yeah? Yeah. You speak God's word, you create. So there are so many co-creators, <laughs> subcontractors, <laughs> right, of God here. Okay? Don't just take in everything that the world gives you. Like you're the rubbish dump like that, you know? It's just dumped onto you as to what the devil. But you are new creation new creation, even better 
version of Adam, not a better version of ourselves. Okay, better version, right, of Adam, the old man, the, the first creation. Okay, and this new creation is in Christ. Christ, Jesus, the anointed, the word of God. So when we develop this spirit, man is putting this garden, this heart, God's word, God's treasure inside. God's word are Spirit and life. <laughs> yes, good. Get it already. Okay. Spirit and life. So do you want to create? Yeah. If you speak God's word, you will create spirit and life. If we speak only our own words, then we don't create anything. We become the TV viewers. All right. And then the producers are that you all can be producers. That's why it says our garden, we can produce harvest. You will produce. Harvest, whatever you do will be productive. How do we produce spiritual things? It's when we have the right seed put inside the soil and then we water. Okay, keep meditating, keep confessing, right? Keep listening, growing, and then you will grow and make sure under the sun, <laughs> okay, of Jesus, the anointing, the light, the glory of God. In his presence. All right. Crave you crave for his presence, crave for the word, hunger for that one. Right. So the spirit man, the hidden man of the heart, will grow strong, beautiful, able to create, to bring, to move the bring from the invisible realm, God's realm, and move like a wheel, the invisible realm. One more verse. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. So most of you know this word already here many times. But do you know how real it is? If you know how real it is, then you start to put God's word inside you. <laughs> because if you don't have God's word inside, no matter how you like this verse or you feel this verse is very important, you will be speaking death you will speak what comes flows from your heart right just now jesus said right he gave you the scripture out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speak every word comes flows from the heart so if we believe that death and life is in the power of the tongue then you are saying that words are very important but we are doing opposite. <laughs> we don't put God's word inside. We are speak, still speaking our own words. And therefore, what happened? Those who love it, all right, or who indulge in whatever words you speak, will eat its fruit. Remember, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold. Can eat one. Words can eat. Words can create. Words can move. Words can either kill or give life. Only God's word can give God's life, permanent life, eternal life, divine life. So if you are not speaking God's word, then we are not having divine life. By technically, yes. Manifesting, no. Okay? So you will eat it. So it's like eating your apple or your fruit every day. What are you eating? 
All right. So if words are the one more powerful than your nasalamak, <laughs> God's word, that's for your physical body. Right? So we choose carefully, right? What we put into our body wisely. How about what we put into our hearts, our spirit? If we put God's word, which is spirit and life, what will, what will happen? You will begin to create like God. That's what it means by God's word in the mouth of his servant is the same as God's word in his own mouth. And you will bear the consequences of those words. Okay, there are results from words. Sometimes I cannot take back the word, right? You always say, I have spoke already, I cannot take back. Even a thousand apologies also cannot help. So I'm just saying that we will become so perfect that you know we'll be able to always only speak perfect words. But I'm saying that this treasury of your hearts, okay, it was built there to keep God's word, to flourish with God's word, to obey God's word, to love his word. And if we see that, how powerful our words, we will do that. Okay, because it, we have already uh, collected maybe millions of words in our life already, right? Living from this earth. <laughs> Whether it's in Chinese, English, or Cambodian, or what you have a lot of words inside you. Agree or not? Yeah, bad words, good words. <laughs> Whatever words we all got. Okay? But the thing that we don't have is God's word. <laughs> yeah. So see, if we have we deposit God's word now, it's still not too late. All right. But begin to fill at least your heart, starting bit by bit with God's word. And for the rest, the second part of your life before rapture comes, live a different life. Than what we used to live. Amen? A life that is really full of power, love, all God's one. How many of you got no words in your life? Oh, no, oh, you're 40 years old. Until 40, 50 years old, you didn't collect any words. <laughs> we got a lot, right? <laughs> that treasury got all these kind of words, nonsense words of God, right? <laughs> so, but it is not, okay, no, I don't want to speak this word anymore. No, it doesn't come like that because it comes from, it doesn't come from that will, you know. Uh, the word of God say, what we speak comes from our heart. It doesn't come from, you know, like, okay, okay, uh, tomorrow onwards, I will not scold you. I will not speak bad words. It doesn't come like that. It comes from the abundance of the heart. So if your heart has not been filled with God's word, even how we try to not do, it will still come out. Because we have been keeping inside the heart all these words. What type of words? You know, I don't know. We all know, right? So, not edifying. <laughs> okay. So now we have to start changing the container inside. <laughs> By putting in new words. Living words. The words of spirit and life. And you will find your words that come up from you different. 
your heart becomes different. The whole body different. The whole mind changes starting from your inner man, the spirit man. Okay? That's how the transformation takes place in a person's life. It cannot be fake. Right? It has to come from the hidden man of the heart. The beauty comes from there by the person feeding with God's word and Holy Spirit. Amen. So holy God's way, then that from the word you will learn different ways, worshipping the Lord, all right, humility, all that come from feeding his word and understanding his word. So when you listen to a sermon or teaching like this, building your spirit man, if you see the urgency and the importance of words, God's word inside, you listen again. Because when you study in the school or in the college or university, how many times do you study <laughs> in order to pass your exam? You go through many times, ah. go back, do homework, ah. right? Many times the lecturers say then you got textbook some more. Did anyone become a professor or pass your, got your degree or diploma or certificate or whatever without looking at any textbook? Wow, you're super smart, eh? <laughs> you only textbook right? they go to school right your mothers and all they had to buy textbook for you right tuition ah, tuition some more yeah exactly this tuition tuition, tuition no good some more change <laughs> pay how much or so you pay for tuition right pay the school already pay tuition for what to get the knowledge and the words of the world you see it's so valuable right now, do you see the real life, right? You have a textbook. What is your textbook for your spirit, man? I know. <laughs> okay. Robert, the rest all don't know. <laughs> then you have to start all over again. Your Bible is the word of God, right? That's your textbook. Not somebody's book. It's your textbook, okay? Please, your textbook. That means the main book is your Bible. If you haven't read the Bible, go back and start taking your Bible. Yeah? Don't just feed on other people's <laughs> words, even though they are talking about God. It's fine. Okay? But why not go to your textbook? Okay? So you have the teacher teach you in the school from your textbook. It's the main one. They already Make it that this textbook will be where you get the proper information for you to pass your exam. But some say, I are very hard to understand. Then they go and get other people to explain the textbook. <laughs> Waste money, okay? <laughs> okay? The textbook already done by all these professors for that particular subject, and then they feel this is enough. But it's just that the people feel that, you know, Lazy or what? Uh, just go and get another one, easy one. But they pay more money for it. Okay, so your textbook is your Bible. God gave to you. Go to it. All right, the guide is the church, the, your, your five-fold ministry, your pastor, your teacher, who guide you how to go to the textbook. <laughs> That's the author of the Bible. But you don't go there yourself, you miss a lot. Okay, so now you know. Everyone know clearly 
why it's so again, right? So, so this whole teaching start over again, right? So important to have God's word inside our heart. Mm, amen. So it will, it will bring forth from the spiritual world, the life and manifest into the natural world of everyone's lives here and the people that you're going to reach out for Jesus Christ. Because the only thing that can give them life is his word. Yeah. Right? Not our own word. So we go and summarize <laughs> and then try to <laughs> say, oh, God loves you. Huh? And then, or, you know, yeah, yeah, he, he's quite a good, you know, he's good God. Or don't know what to say to them. <laughs> okay? So if you have God's word inside, you have Holy Spirit, right, deep inside, you will know to say the word fitly spoken. That means at the right time, the right word that the Holy Spirit gives you. But remember, no word, nothing come out, okay? You have the word, the Holy Spirit give you the right word and you'll become like a wheel. Isn't it? Yeah? That will, the apples go, of gold in setting of silver. Complete the whole redemption, right? When you speak, your life is about the whole redemption. Your life spoken through your words is no more about your anything else from this world. It's just about divine nature of God, the divine God living in a setting of silver, right? In our uh, life redeemed by Jesus. So what the fragrance will come out is like, is this fragrance. <laughs> People will smell Jesus Christ through those words that you speak. Amen. If you not very understand, <laughs> then ask, okay? Next uh, Saturday, all right, 10 o'clock, can ask questions, okay? Otherwise, if you don't understand what happened, what did Jesus say? If you hear the word of God and then say hallelujah and then don't understand, what happened? Uh, there is a seed that fall on the pathway. Ah, uh, then what happened? The birds came and eat off. <laughs> no more already. By next week, no more already. <laughs> Not only by next week, by tomorrow, so no more already. Okay, so make sure you understand. If you don't understand, ask. You can ask Robert Lowe. Ask everyone. Decide to ask, you know, spend time speaking, you know, discussing God's word. Rather than spend time sometimes with gossip or whatever, you know, in the this one. <laughs> okay. Whatever you do with your time. All right. But if we want really this to happen in lives, create new creation. The word creation is to create. First, you are made a creation, new creation. Then you are able to, in the image of God, to create. If you don't create anything in life, create life. All right. In your body, God's life. Okay. Not the normal one from the world then we are really wasting what God has done by giving you your new birth. <laughs> you just say, okay, okay, I just go heaven. Why you want that kind of life? It's so boring. Okay, start to enjoy, all right, the new creation life. Not just one, the, you know, the physical blessings, they will come. But how about you be the one to create? This one is the real one. Right? I think the world motivation says what? Be the... The, the creator, the one who produced your movie or something like that, right? Motivation from the world. Yeah, they do it by developing their soul. 
escape their imagination. But without God, you have God. This is the real one. You know, Coca-Cola, not the real thing, right? <laughs> the real thing is the word of God. Don't understand? Do what? Ask or listen until you understand. Don't say, I don't understand. Then you only listen one time and then you come and tell me you don't understand. <laughs> the time you wrote on, right? <laughs> okay, your teacher will wrote on you, man. <laughs> your school teacher. You don't understand, then you fail your exam, right? Then the teacher asks you, why you fail? Teacher, I don't understand. Why you didn't ask? Why you, you never go and study a textbook? Why you didn't study many times? <laughs> clearer now, very clear. Okay, so not just ask, yeah, among yourself, discuss when you have time, okay, and then until listen until you understand, listen again and again and again. I tell you many times already, this is the way of learning hearing, hearing, and hearing, and hearing. So you don't understand a sermon, listen, 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 listen. If you need to listen 100 times, is it worth it or not? <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the 100 times, you get it and you become creator. <laughs> Just by listening until you understand. Amen. Okay, that's it for today. Okay, <clears throat> so I see you all uh, tomorrow. All right, to worship the Lord. All right, those in KL, uh, we will be at the uh, uh, Lowe's residence. Okay, Venice, if you can come, also good. With you know, your daddy disappeared already. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> trust is better now. Okay, so for those of you, uh, Singapore, yeah, come in, Sarah, yeah. Love to see you tomorrow, Adeline and Evelyn and uh, Magdalene. If you can come, uh, let Joe know. Yeah, we have a wonderful time in the presence of God. Amen. Uh, okay, Piara. All right, bye bye. Uh, 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 rub along and you close for us. <clears throat> Hello, Pastor. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay, close this uh, training. Lord Jesus, thank you for the word today that yes, we to our heart deeply so that we can have the treasures in our heart and Amen. we can manifest it out in our physical life. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay. See you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, Pastor. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Sarah.